Soccer Show. I am Eric Nash, your host, along with me hosting Bob Long, Bob the Weapon Long, and Thorne the General, Thorne, uh, Thorn the General Holder. Everybody's got a, everybody's got a moniker. Does anybody use their, their real name anymore? No. I think you're movie stars now, right? Y'all have like, you know, you got like, you got like <laughs> fancy names. It's very cool. I, I made a call yesterday, uh, or somebody called me from a company, and they were asking me for my last name. I said, I don't have one. My name is Thorne. I'm from Brazil. We don't have last names. I actually, <laughs> I like it. Yeah, how come they get away? I think we should go with no last names. I would love anymore. to just have one name. I don't want to be Muffin or what was my nickname? Nugget. I don't like Nugget. Yeah, I don't no. want. I don't want to be Nugget. Okay, can I? Can I have? You know, every time when you when you're growing up and they, for some reason, I always lend myself to nicknames. You know, Muffin. growing up, <laughs> Muff, whatever. No, no, Muffin's another thing that I didn't know either. But uh, you know, the the funny thing about nicknames is people give you nicknames. Very rarely are they positive. You know what I mean? Really? Very rarely does somebody call you, like, they'll say, hey, Bob, we'll call you a tall, good-looking tall drink of water. No, they don't give you that. No, they they'll don't. Give Actually, you, you I know, heard that the other week. Yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I think my wife called you a tall drink of water. Oh, my, must or, have been. I didn't hear that one. Must have been, uh, must have been so, behind so my back. I, yeah, so <laughs> I'm going to have a one-name moniker. It's going to be like Arino or something, like Sinino or Bur nice Brazilian one, okay? You know, Jiu-Jitsu. Okay. Cra El Crazio. Something. Okay. Well, we'll figure something out. You let out. us know which one you come yeah, up with. Yeah, we're going with like one it. names. I'm not going Nugget. Okay. I'm just, I refuse to be the Nugget. I refuse to be the Nugget in any, anybody's KFC dinner. Okay. Yeah. That, that's all with that. But anyway, so welcome in. Great, great things going on. A little bit of a slow soccer week this week, but there, it hasn't been, you know, first of all, they had the FA Cup, which yep. I don't know. What do you guys think? I'll go to you, Thor. What do you think of the Cup, the FA Cup? Uh, in comparison to like the actual league, because you in your career, Thorne, I'm assuming you played in these like cup Cups. type of tournaments, right? Yes. What's the, what is the difference like when you look at it as an athlete? How, how do you compare? Well, the cup is a compressed competition where um, on that day you you don't have to be very consistent throughout the whole cup you just have to make it through for example uh, that game between Leicester and Tottenham today uh, fantastic game uh, great i don't think that was a penalty by the way uh, his back was turned we was will get pretty, to that that's an interesting pretty tough call thing. yeah it was a tough call but uh, teams have a chance to let's say if you are 7th or 8th in the table you don't have a chance to, to win the league, then you have a chance to get some hardware um, in the FA Cup or in your your your, um, your local cup. So I think it's an opportunity for players to win. So they give uh, any knockout competition, you find that players give, it's a whole different team. Sometimes the, the coaches actually host a different team on the field. But I think it's a whole different game. It's a whole different type of competition. It's one and done. It's a yeah. playoff game. Absolutely. The ultimate playoff game. It's the game seven. It's the Super Bowl. It's your, your, one, your one chance. But yes. I do notice, and it bothers me, you know, being a Tottenham fan, obviously I talk about Tottenham all the time, you know, 
Why is Harry Kane coming in the 65th minute when they're down two to one? Why, if if it's if it matters, why? And 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 Pochettino seems to always say that it matters. Why is he coming in the game late? Why are they? What are you talking about? You're saying why doesn't he start? Yes, absolutely. Well, the reason he doesn't game right. The reason he doesn't start is because they came off the most. I guess, jam-packed part of the schedule with regard to the English Premier League from the week before Boxing Day through Boxing Day and then the next weekend. I mean, you're looking at about three games in the span of six, seven days. Yeah, but guys that were in that start, Christian Eriksen, they played all the games. I mean, they came off the same schedule. Understood. I mean, is Eriksen playing today because he's not playing on Wednesday when they, for some reason, have a midweek league game? That could be. Which is strange. I don't know. There may be a stagger there, yes. But what's important to remember, and Eric, since the day I joined this show, we've had, I would consider, arguments about the worth of these cups and the strategies that go behind them. and. Thorne's talking about posting a different lineup. That was the biggest part of my argument as to why I wouldn't necessarily consider myself a a huge FA Cup guy or I understand that teams don't really put their best foot forward and as a result winning it doesn't always – it's huge for as a club to put an extra trophy in your case. But beyond that, I mean – you're seeing in soccer right now a 40% increase in television revenue next year from NBC Sports based on the – what's happening with the league and how well that contract is going wherever money goes and it's becoming more and more prevalent in soccer that is where the competitions will be i guess more aptly or more competitively played uh now there's always going to be a swansea city that'll be in the middle of the table middle to low part of the table that will have an opportunity wigan a few years ago was on their way down right and that was when they made their fa cup run however Man City, Man U, depending upon the manager, depending upon the schedule of the players, may not and probably will not put their best players out there because the financial considerations that come from winning that cup versus winning the league are nowhere even close. And uh, that's part of the change that's happened as the sport has become more marketed, the dollars have gotten bigger, and as a result, league play has become even more important with the Champions League edge that comes with it. Yes, indeed. I mean, obviously, you're right of all that. I understand the, the financial and monetary considerations that are involved. It makes complete sense. But then you have, like, the League Cup, you know, which is really a step back from the FA Cup. Right. And I, the only thing, the only part that I understand the most of all the, these discussions that we had would be when we're talking about the Europa League and how, you know, they don't want to have their guys dying being sent to Latvia, you know, for a game, right. a midweek game and having to be back on Saturday or Sunday to play a league game. But what I'm saying is with the FA Cup, the tradition of the FA Cup, to my understanding, and maybe you guys can correct me, is 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 a much bigger deal probably than any other league like the Spanish League, league Cup and, you know, the, the, 100% the, uh, yeah. It's a very big big thing and to win that, I mean Tottenham uh, for most of their history, their their glory days, as they call them, were always cup years. Usually, the year ending in one sixty one, seventy one, eighty one. You know, but the that was their big thing. I mean, maybe they won the league once or twice, but really, they were a cup team. They were known as a cup team, and now they're taking their star, big time star player, 
and not playing him. Of course, they got to play Lester. The club has a different composition now than Maybe it did that, back then. I, I don't know. There if are higher do- well, there are higher dollars involved. They're more near the top of the table. I, to my understanding, I'm not sure about that. You may be right. I don't know where what they were like in the '70s as far as where they set mm-hmm. the table. Um, they had something similar to the Champions League, I'm sure. Just they called right. it something else. There's been a lot of changes. But there in the are names. more dollars involved now, and the dichotomy between those two payouts is much greater now. And so it does pay with a little bit more resources now, maybe than they did before. It does pay to focus those efforts, even in a losing effort. Unfortunately, the last couple of years for your Spurs, but. Mm-hmm to focus those efforts toward being in the top four and going to the Champions League and everything that comes along with that. Players coming to join your team that otherwise would not. Being able to retain a guy, I mean, would Gareth Bale have stayed? Probably and maybe not. But if he had Champions League play to look forward to the next season for Tottenham, Certainly that's there's important. a much better chance that he would still have been with them. I, you, I still don't think he would have, but it would have made the discussion more entertaining we're from his lo- side. We're almost, I'm sorry, but we're, we're almost looking at a situation now where teams will go as far as tanking like the Europa League and the FA Cup and the League Cup just to be concerned about trying to finish in the money in the Premier League. Yeah, and tanking maybe you know? isn't quite the best word. No, maybe, okay, not, just well, not, they're not putting out, right. they're doing what the, the, the Sixers are doing, they're putting out their squad and it's not good enough, most likely. I think uh, coaches also use the opportunity to have a look at players. You know, so instead of just putting yeah. out, instead of uh, second class players, I see a lot of coaches putting their future out there. So guys that, um, uh, let's say before they put them on loan, before they send them on loan, let's have a look at him in the FA. Um, players that they're bringing in, uh, young players moving up from uh, academies. It's a great opportunity to to get them a look as well. Hey, chime in on what you think of these cup competitions. Um, at 888-728-9941. Tell us what you think of the FA Cup or a cup compared to league play. It's a very uniquely, to my knowledge, soccer-ish thing, okay? It's very cool yeah. when you have a tournament kind of going in within the, within the tournament that you're playing in for yes. eight, eight, nine months, which I think is great. And I love every bit of it, but you know, it bothered me that the you know the third round is when the EPL gets into the cup. Now they, yep. they 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 have a beautiful selection process where they pick out of a basically out of a pot, okay? So when you know when you have no pot that you know what in, you know they're probably using it to pick the uh, teams for the FA Cup, okay? And you know <laughs> and, and it kind of bothers me, you know, Liverpool gets Oxford, you know, or whatever. Somebody get, you know, Chelsea gets Scun sc- what was it called? Scunforth? Scun- uh they played today. I'm forgetting the name already. S-C-U-N it begins with. But it's a second division. It's a fourth league team. I don't want to mess the name up. I'm, I'm Scun- at curse. Scunforth or something. What is it? <laughs> Help me here. I don't know. I don't I'll want to mess it, it up. All righty then. Okay, <laughs> but the point is, though, if we get Leicester City, who is what, the second place team. Right. Probably the most the, the, the most talked about team in the APL this year. We get them at home, which you know how well we do with big yep. games at home anyway. And we talked around right. it a little bit early on, but... The result of the game was a draw. Tottenham earned themselves another a replay against Leicester at a later date. It was a game at White Hart Lane, and it was a late penalty that Harry Kane put away in the final minute to equalize and give the Spurs uh, give Spurs some new life. Yes. Now, right. Thorne, uh, to your point before, you were talking about, and you made a good point about other players coming in that you that don't get a lot of run. And having them opportunities in these games. And that's important to remember because that's what the loan system is designed to do, to give guys opportunities. I mean, 
there there's a lot of advantages you can just talk to it a lot more than eric and i can even but to being in training in a system a league like that to be able to train with high caliber athletes and to be able to learn the game from them however there there's something that needs to be said for going out there playing real game league minutes and unfortunately in a sport where you only have three subs and you by and large send the same 11 out there on a roster of of 18 that dress 25 overall give or take that is a real shame for a lot of these guys that are young or and or reaching their prime and don't get a lot of time so it is an opportunity like you said to get them in there yes um so what is the the question um, my question? Yes. I don't know that I have a question. It was oh. more just to your point. Okay, okay. Oh, adding, adding. All righty. Yes. Fantastic. Although the question I would ask you now that you ask for a question is, what? at what point does that value, because you went, you came, played for an MLS team, and would you consider that the apex of your career? Would it be with the, the national team? Or what? I mean, what would be the apex of your career, do you think? Well, uh, there are two parts. There's form when you as a as a player uh, ha- having the ability to contribute to a team in terms of your value uh, that would be uh, U21 World Cup qualifiers. Okay, and um, for Trinidad, yeah, for Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah. Me as a player in that in that point and uh, in my career, I felt I was the the best uh, that I was. Now I I matured beyond that point. But in that moment, there were a lot of things going. There was the, I was playing for my national team. I had uh, a f- the biggest competition that I could play in my life. Uh, that's that what I was. That's what I was playing for. Um, the union, however, it's a professional team. So um, when you look at statistics, resume. Uh, recommendations, then that was the the highest point of my okay. career. But your national team always trumps your club team, you know. Uh, it's Absolutely, personally, yeah, yep. yeah. So my question then stems from because we're talking about guys that, let's say, some of the Americans that went over in the early Jurgen Klinsmann days to go play in the English Premier League or go train in the academies of these big clubs. Now clearly, they're not getting game minutes. Yes. What value, though, does that bring to go play at a higher level or train at a higher level, I should say, with a higher brand of player than you had previously? I mean, did you find that you improved as a goalkeeper significantly when you arrived at the Union because of the off-field, you know, the training sessions, the ability to train with guys like, I assume, Mondragon you were with? Yes. Uh, what, What value did that add to your career? Do you feel that you got to another level? Or, like you said at U21, was that kind of the best you think you were playing? Well, um, there are external factors as you move up. As a player within your body, uh, not much changes. Uh, And that's why I mentioned form. Form is the world showing you where your body is at, and it's uh, based on um, statistics. So I may have a good game today, but if I have a terrible game tomorrow, then my form is inconsistent. But if I have a great season, then I have good form. Now, uh, externally, the Philadelphia Union and top schools like the University of Maryland 
uh, Wake Forest University, Duke. They have great programs. So before I got to the union, I was at Maryland, and I got to experience, uh, let's say, having uh, a, f- um, a number of physios, having masseuse, uh, having a number of gyms at your access, jacuzzi, um, and, and all the frills of being taken care of as an athlete. Now, going to the union, um, the best players in the world, let's say they... They, they, they have a sifter, they shake it, and then the best players in the world remain at the top. So mm-hmm. certainly the level of competition within the team is at a significant level. Because here there's cameras on you. If you're any good, you're going to have an opportunity here. So there is that pressure. One, uh, you actually have a, a chance to make it to the big leagues. The MLS is not yet the big leagues, but let's say the big leagues is the highest level that you could play at, Spain, England, Italy, etc. Um, the U.S. is getting there, but there's great opportunities. So, one, you have the cameras on you. Uh, that's pressure to perform. Secondly, you have to now please, um, you have to please a coach, and you're not the best player. You know, uh, you are among the best players. Mm -hmm. So in college, uh, let's say when you end up in college, you are the best. Let's say you go over there with a chip on your shoulder. Oh, yeah, I'm really good. I'm at the top, a top university. When you get to the professional level, that's the highest. You don't go up from that. You just move. You just move to better teams. So now there is no more. I'm a big fish in a little pond. Now all the big fishes are here. So it certainly takes your level of professionalism, training to a whole new level. Sure. So yeah. it certainly uh, impacted things. Um, it's a lot of fun too. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of fun. They have a lot of fun as well. Speaking of, be, of mm. being a big fish in a, in, a, in a little pond, I want to thank you. I, uh, Thorne came over to my house yesterday, okay? And I have a daughter and I have a wife and I have a little uh, um, dog who's about f- uh, five pounds, okay? They all fell in love with Thorne, okay? So uh-huh. I want to thank you for that, okay? <laughs> I wanted to have like, a little me, less man. estrogen in my house, but that wasn't exactly what I was thinking, okay? <laughs> so you're welcome to move in any time. I've, I've been called <laughs> to, to, to relay that, that uh, offer to you. So how I'll move in is I will send, um, I would send, I have a, a double. I have a thorn double. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> he said, oh, God. Um, let's off. say uh, on Saturdays, I send the double over and we could do, um, we could do a show. We could do a show. It's, it's nice that my wife at her delicate uh, age, I'll put it like that, still thinks she has a shot with you. So I'm pretty, you know, she's... Someone's got to shoot her down to size, man. That's no, what no, I'm no, saying. No, 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 absolutely. Okay. I, think, uh, uh, I think she's lovely. I think she's graceful. Um, you have a lovely wife and a lovely home. Uh, it was a pleasure being over there. Um, but I must say, I am a little bit flattered that, uh, <laughs> that she was taken um, by she me. She fell for Bob Long, too. Yeah. So I just want you to know that. They fell in love with him also. Well, he has. More in a different way. More like she wanted to mother him, my wife, I think. You know, <laughs> she, even he's too young for, for, for my yeah, wife. Yeah. But not by much. Give him a, if he grew a mustache, he'd probably be acceptable. To, to be honest with you. But anyway. Well, the, the, so, the down part there is that that's impossible. <laughs> so anyway, I do just, not. I don't have the uh, the facial hair that Thorne does. He's got a nice little goatee going on right now. That's I a can't beard. That. That's a beard, sir. That's not a goatee. <laughs> ah, There's a yeah. difference. The I don't goatee know. It's close. is a bit it's uh, close, rapey. Man. You know. It's a bit what? Rapey. 
when you do sales training, they they tell you not to have a goatee because people don't trust you. Um, so that's one of okay. these. Nice yeah. beard then. I'm Thank sorry. That's you. what it's, I meant to it's say. Diff- a beard and a goatee. So you, what you get from a goatee is... Uh, I'm going out to the club. I'm going to try to get with girls. You know, <laughs> yeah. That's a goatee. A beard is, I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a man. Raw. Okay, you're a man. Yeah. You do yeah. have a little thing coming up, though, so it's I don't know where it becomes a goatee and stops being a beard. I, I'd have to look that up because that's okay, a, let me, a let judgment me, let's, call. Let's go it? into what, the difference between a goatee and a beard 101. Okay. okay. A goatee. Thanks for asking the question, Eric. You're yeah, very doing welcome. this. A goatee. You're very Glad I could help. A goatee exists on the chin only. All right. So it's about an inch from the bottom of your chin going towards your neck. It's Wait, about Ryan's an inch. saying you got it wrong, man. I'm, I'm guessing that he's. Uh oh. I did not. Uh-oh. I didn't claim to be an expert on this. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. could you? Uh, we have an expert on uh, goatees and beard in studio. I don't know if he's allowed to come on. He's not allowed. Uh, we'll send Bob. Uh, some text here to correct us. <laughs> yeah, because he, yeah, apparently I mean, <laughs> there's some kind of law that he can't be on the air. Our status is not shy. He's just goatee extraordinary. Extraordinary. Goatees okay. go around the mouth. He said. Oh, so this is a goatee, literally. That's what I think. That's where I think we're literally. I need to. Sh- so if I if I shave this off, it will be a beard. Wow, wow. Thorne's gonna come back without. Without a goatee. Well, you see, now. see, you see, I had it all wrong. Thank you. You see, thanks for asking the question. See, Bob, you're welcome. Yeah, this has <laughs> been this has been great, guys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get on. Good, good, good. Thanks, guys. So thanks, coming Ryan. up, coming up in the show, we have uh, at four thirty, we have a special guest, Billy Lockfield. He's a young goalkeeper that I trained uh, many years ago. Um, a very uh, great young man. Uh, we also have uh, Vuvu scarf giveaways, Woo. where you yeah. can call. In and win a scarf. Now, there are going to be a couple of different things you can do to win a scarf. The first thing is, if you have a picture, I know a lot of Philadelphia uh, residents and a lot of Philadelphia Union soccer fans uh, have the privilege of going to the box uh, upstairs at PPL uh, after games and meeting players. So, mm-hmm. I have been a Union player. I've taken over 100 pictures with fans if you're a fan and you are listening to the Vuvu Soccer Show right now, um, or if you listen to the replay, what you can do is take one of those pictures that you have with a Union player or a Seattle player or an EPL player or an NFL player. Would that work as well? Yeah, are we, of course. Are we accepting? Of course, of course, yeah. So are we accepting also random celebrities? And Ray Liotta, too. Ray, especially I just Ray. like Ray Liotta. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so no, no. Any, I want to see, I want someone to send in their best. You'll get extra points. You'll get uh, bonus points, brownie points for soccer pictures. Yes. But okay. I want to see the best pictures that, that, that people can get. And if they're representing soccer, that's that's, that's a bonus. great. So if you maybe have we a, can have two categories, maybe. Well, we only soccer, have, non-soccer. You know. What do we? Well, let's 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 get let's jump to that right at the end. Let me finish the uh, the broadcast, the the play on the winning the scarf thingy. All yeah. right. So if you have a picture with a celebrity, um, mention at Vuvuzela Blast with the picture, um, hashtag Vuvu. Uh, what are we gonna say? <laughs> Vuvu scarf. Vuvu scarf. Give. Um, Vuvu. How about Vuvu scarf? Singular scarf. Yes, because okay. the V, what happens is 
I messed that up. I put F E S sometimes instead of V E S. So okay. What? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a speller. I'm a meaning oh. person. You know? <laughs> Understood. When I see the word, I go right to what does it mean? Right. Um, because the computer does a lot of. Uh, it helps you with your spelling. Yeah. Hey, is that the, is that the new one? This is the machine. Oh, you got it working. So we just nice. procured an Asus Q552U. Nice. It's a very powerful machine. i7 core processor. Yes. 1,000 gigs. Um, Love it. Storage. Uh, Bob Bob's and I... Bob's like chanting for like the strength <laughs> of the computer. Yeah. What? It's a beast. Well, it's I a beast. We, do we have to do a wave? <laughs> okay. Ah, very that's, good. that's over the radio wave. Okay. So... Nice. It's a radio wave. Very nice. Okay. <laughs> so uh, finish up. Uh, sorry. We having fun, huh? That's good. That's why we can't can't complete this um, this promo. So if you have a picture with a celebrity, uh, mention at Vuvuzela Blast on Twitter. Um, optional hashtag if you want, Vuvu Scarf. But the most important thing is to mention us so we could see it. Okay, that's the only way we're going to see it on Twitter. So mention at V-U-V-U-Z-E-L-A-B-L-A-S-T with your picture um, with your celebrity. And uh, we will send you a scarf in the mail. Eric will send you a scarf in the mail personally. He's right. going to put a little handwritten uh, note on it. And he's going to send you a scarf. The other way you could win a scarf <laughs> is have a celebrity uh, tweet at Vuvuzela Blast and your Twitter handle, and you could also win a scarf as well. Okay? Um, so the first thing is have a picture with a celebrity, especially if it's a union player. Um, former union player as well, so I kind of Yeah, can't. so that's real. Okay, so, so we so have our, one our, in already. Right. Good, good. And I don't know who it is. <laughs> you so, don't know who the celebrity <laughs> is? Bob's giving me like sign language, so it's two, so, it's two pop? Two, two chains. Two pop's dead. It can't it's be two him. chains. I'm trying to... I'm trying to you, I, I understand. I'm you sitting here trying to get the thing, so I give him the number two, and then I grab at like my shirt area where you'd have chains around. If you were to chain, it might have helped. Nah, <laughs> Good point. I, I can't back that up. So I really can't. This promotion is so up and running. It's up and running. We Good. already got one, two chains. So that's the that's the me- metric stick. To you know beat. what I've realized, Bob? And I'm going to put some pressure on our fans here. They take the easy way out all the time. They're afraid to get on air because they're afraid we're going to ask them a, a strange question. Give us a call. Yeah, I can't imagine why they would think that, <laughs> just based on the panel we have here. But, yeah. you know, we really, we don't bite. No, we Not don't. Not too hard. Not unless, on Sundays, at least. And that costs extra, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So that number to call in, by the way, 888-728-9941. So, yes. How could you Overcome win Overcome that fear, Thorne. Yes. Like you said, come on the air with us, 888-728-9941. I love you, Bob. Four, one. I'm sorry. I went, I, you got the number in. I'm sorry. I didn't mean. It's I love you, man, because you're going to be like the straight man for both of us. That's a tough job, man. Yeah. <laughs> I've had got, to deal you with got, you got, for five years. You got Tweedledum and Tweedledee, and then you got to like find some here. kind of middle it's ground great. here. Yeah. I, I love yeah. being the straight yeah. man. I'll do what I can. Let's face it. We're not going to call this show Brain Did Cells or Us anytime soon, okay? What does that make us, Eric? Tweedledee and Tweedledum. You could be either one you want. You could, so, be, you could be D. So should we run th- I could be dumb, okay? It doesn't matter. Should we run through uh, the the scores in the FA Cup? Well, I got a couple that I just want to throw out. First of all, Tottenham and Leicester, we talked about that. Yep. Ended up being 2-2. Uh, I, I would say it was a very controversial handball in the box. Yep. What do you think about that? Now, I was always taught, thanks to Brian, who used to always teach me like the refereeing keys, if, if you make a, a motion towards the ball. Yep. Right. And that's why I think they called it here, because the ball didn't hit him. He kind of ran into the ball. Did right. I see that correctly? It, so that's, what, that's why I'm thinking it was a decent call. I know. No, I think it was natural. I okay. think if you 
I was gonna stand up, but we are not on TV yet. But I think if you are if you are turning, you use your hands. If you're jumping, you use your hands. Like a cat uses its tail for balance. And this is how I teach kids, by the way. I coach little kids. I say when you jump into head of ball, you gotta use your hands for balance, like a cat uses yep. its tail. So he's he's um he's turned around. He's caught out of position, and the ball moved in such a way that he had to make a, a quick 360. Mm-hmm. If you want to do it real quick, you're going to use your hands for assist. Who turns with their arms on the insides? Except the ball bounced, though, didn't it? Bounce yeah, into it his hand. Yeah, I mean, it was a rough call because he certainly I, – I don't think he was trying to push the ball, although you could make the argument that he was trying to guide the ball forward with his back hand. Back turn. His back was turned to the ball. He had no and vision. That, and that makes it – yeah, I mean, so I see, but is that a bad – I understand why that wouldn't be so much to call that you're looking for. For, okay, yeah. you so you think it was a bad call, shouldn't have been a penalty. I, I wouldn't say bad, I think we saw the replay and we have the advantage of seeing exactly what happened in the moment he had a quick decision to make. And I, I think 50 50, I can't give the referee wrong, right. it's just unlucky for Leicester. It's not City. like someone struck right, it's not like the ball was struck at him and you hear that you know he had that he couldn't move, yeah. There he kind of moved in, there, and that's why I thought perhaps they called it the way they did, you know. And the other, yeah. the other part of this as well. I always talk about, uh, not karma, but something similar. Leicester City were very lucky a number of times. Um, uh, there were a lot of saves made by Casper. Also, I think uh, they were lucky because there were a lot of easy give- giveaways at the end. So Tottenham was bearing down on them. It was inevitable. Right. It's just a bit tricky that it came good through. Game. The- mm-hmm. I mean, good game. Leicester was a good team not playing with their best player. Okay, Hopefully that'll hold off because we play Tottenham plays Leicester again on Wednesday. And yes. now again a week from tomorrow or something yep. in the FA Cup. So it's a lot of times that it's almost like a Barcelona-Real Madrid thing. A classic Developing a good... Good uh, well, competition. Well, there. budding rivalry. Yes, the Arsenal Tottenham rivalry has nothing on on this new one. Yes, no. but let's go to the phones now. And that number eight 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 seven two eight nine nine four one. Hop in on the discussion right now. We have Super Dave. Super Dave, you're on Vuvu Soccer hey. presented by the Iron Abbey. Dave, How give are me you? Dave, give me a good update. Uh, Would you, buddy? Give me a good update. It's zeros. Uh, okay. Once again, they have yet to score at half. It's nil nil. And uh, what can I tell you? And for yeah, that's, that's Atletico, by the way. Yeah. Right. Atletico is playing. Who are they playing? playing who, who beat them or, or drew them earlier this year, correct? No, it's their first game. Oh, they, 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 had a big, they, they had a big result. Barcelona. Salta. Barcelona, okay. Sorry. And, if I, and when did they beat them? When Young Kipper of all time. There you go. So anyway. There you go. So, uh, so I what? sent you a couple of pictures. I don't know if they Oh, can. you did already? Ooh. What yeah. you send them to? Once again, oh, Thorne, the promotional the, genius, the comes up with a way to do any, this. I didn't put anything in. I just sent it to Tweet oh. to Vuvu. Well, take a look. Who is the picture of yeah, it? That's, that's oh. perfect. That's all you need to do. Tweet to Vuvuzela. Super it's Dave a, deserves, and, a, deserves, uh, a, deserves a scarf anyway, I yes. can say, in all fairness. Well, like you know? I say, it, it, one is a, a IAC, and the other one is uh, the former Spanish international playing for NYFC action photos. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that counts because you were there. You were at, at uh, you were at Madrid at, at, at Atletico. No, no, these you? were at, oh. no, these were these were at uh, PPL Park. Oh, okay. PPL so, Park, anyway. which is now known as something else, by the way. The Talent Energy. Yeah. Energy. I love that. I, you know, you asked me a great question last week, and I want to respond to that question again. Why aren't kids watching these great soccer matches? And I was at our high school for a high school basketball game of off things and there was a young boy sitting with a jersey and his father was sitting alongside of him and I didn't put one and one together if I, if you can believe it 
And then I realized it wasn't James, number 10. It was Hamas, number 10. <laughs> and as, as I'm leaving the match, the, the, the game, because it was a, not much of a game, I went up to the young boy who was all of about six or seven. I said, how are you, you going to handle the new coach, Hamas? And the father started laughing. And needless to say, he's a huge soccer fan. Every uh-huh. Sunday, he's in front of the TV watching Barcelona and Real Madrid. He knows who Neymar is. He knows who Messi is. He knows all the stars. Watches the EPL. Yes. And there is hope for the little kids out there. And he plays soccer for not for the township where I live, but for a, uh, a very popular German club in the area that has, you know, soccer programs for all ages. Right da- David, I want to run something by you now. You've been a big, a big fan of the show. We certainly appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Completely, we love you for it. Question for you: How would you like to see us weekly on the, say, your computer screen? Okay, that would that would work. How do you think? Would you think you would like it would be better if you could actually see us? Yeah, you know what we look well, like. Oh, you know. That's okay, a, that's so good. there you go. Well, we get to, we can get to see uh, uh, Thorne's hairdo. That, yes, that <laughs> I don't know if one screen is enough to fit Thorne's hairdo in. No. We need, we need, oh, we need to get a wide a wide uh, picture there. But, but uh, yeah, so we're well, we'll get into that. But we're thinking of uh, expanding the brand, right? Yeah, uh, so we'll talk about that, that later. But anyway, so yeah. listen, we do. Thank you for everything, you, and please bring in a win for. I, I think Atletico goes to the top of the table if they if they win. Well, there, yeah, you know, even a tie would tie them. But you know, you know something. I have to laugh about that 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 incident with a young boy with the Yamas shirt, and I'll let and I'll go. Believe it or not, I grabbed a hat on my way out. The hat on the that was on the you know, most uh, accessible was an Atletico hat. So there we are in Montgomery County with the colors of the two big soccer teams in Madrid on display. And maybe the only time those are on display anywhere is outside of Madrid, maybe. And they're, here they were in Montgomery County. So, But uh, anyway, and the, the Derby is about seven weeks away. So anyway. Awesome. Which okay. Star- okay, so anyway, my friend, thank Madrid you. Um, okay. and I, I have your pictures. I, you, so who do we have here? David Villa and who else do we have David Villa and I, I, I forget the, the, the defenseman. And Eric Ayak is number 14. And we have your grandchildren. So one of them may be a future star. Especially if we put them you under the a, tutelage of the great Thorin Holder, you know. You have a shot of my grandson in there. How I think. I think. Well, I don't know why you got a bunch of little kids here. I'm guessing they're just not just little kids that just came out for That's the picture. Good. I only. Pick, I only <laughs> picked up. Picked out two shots. Okay, well, so well, yeah, okay. Well, you, gonna... you will, you will get, you will get a scarf anyway. But you're in the okay. competition, so thank you, my friend. Hey, get us okay. a win, get us a win, okay? Okay, I'll let you win. know. Thank Take you, care. my man. See you, Dave. Okay, so that was Dave, and uh, yeah, Dave, I think has earned his scarf. I, I would did it for agree. myself. He's been such. He a help was at to the Boxing show. Day at the Iron Abbey, all dapper in his Vuvuzela T-shirt. Yes, indeed. That was that was great to see him wearing that one, and uh, so I think he's earned himself some swag for sure. Well, it's up to Thorne. Thorne's the head of the promotional department, so we got to get. Yes. Uh, we think we can, we can grandfather Dave in there since he's probably he's a grandfather anyway. You know what we could do for Dave as well. We could name something after Dave. Because he's been uh, our loyal caller, he one has of been our a good one. fan Absolutely. that calls every week, so we can name something. Um, you know, uh, the Super Dave. Maybe something. maybe we get him a bobblehead <laughs> right. to join us on the set. Absolutely, of the new yes, a Super Dave bobblehead. Well, that's Super on its Dave. way, right? And now we have another great contributor, a guy that has been here for the show for a long time. His name is Matthias Schmidt, and I believe we have his music ready to go. Always, I love his music. <laughs>
Okay, Matthias, how are you on this, well, this kind of rainy, warmish afternoon here in Philadelphia? How's the weather up there in New York, my man? It's been uh, raining uh, in the morning, and it's super warm. So it's, uh, I, I guess you got what we had, like, uh, five hours ago. Sounds yeah. about that. Sounds about right. I think we have another high in the history of today's date, the 11th. It's 64. Keep it coming. Keep anyway, it coming. yeah, yeah. Before you know it, it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be March, and we'll be looking for the warm weather. Thorne's not unhappy that it's not. Oh, I love cold. it. Now, Matthias, I, I know that we have talked many many times, and you were kind enough to send me a copy of an article on the internet about how the Bundesliga is doing in their first year on our fine TV stations. So what did you discover, if you could summarize the, the article and uh, what's going on, first of all, and then we could talk about it a little, hopefully. So my findings were essentially that uh, Leverkusen, thanks to Chicharito, is a, is a magnet for the Bundesliga on Fox. They have the highest per average match viewing, and it's over 100,000. Uh, per match day and uh, before Chicharito started to Leverkusen they were averaging about 40,000 per match and uh, after Chicharito uh, started for Leverkusen um, it's been over 100,000 per match so that's clearly a big uh, a big draw for the uh, Hispanic uh, audience on uh, Fox Deportes um, so what? So so that's an interesting thing, and I'll be honest with you, Matias. It's not a shock to me. I mean, Chicharito is a big name who played for the EPL. He's a nice looking fellow. There's a, a large Mexican population in the United States. It's pro- I mean, is that, that doesn't seem uh, to be so far off. You know, just at first blush, I can't believe they're a bigger draw than Bayern Munich, in my opinion. I mean, that, that's a little shocking. I think. Yeah, I agree. I I I think. Um, I don't want to say that the large number of Bayern fans has been uh, kind of overestimated in the United States. I think given how well the fan clubs are organized and how big Bayern has been pushing the brand in the United States, um, they they have uh, good numbers. Um, but other teams have uh, audiences as well, like Frankfurt or uh, Dortmund, for example. And... Um, you know, the Bundesliga teams are making a, a big push, and the DFL as well. We have Schalke and Leverkusen in the Florida Cup uh, during the winter break. Uh, there are two matches this evening um, that will be televised on ESPN Worldwide Sports. Um, so it's you just have to continue uh, your efforts, uh, not just on, on television and with the content you provide, but the teams uh, have to come here uh, to get in touch with the fans. Now, do you, and, and I'm assuming that's probably in the planning. If not, it's already been happening to some extent before this season. What do you, do you see the numbers changing at all? Because obviously it's going to take time for anything. The biggest hit television shows series took took a while to you know get their legs you know to to you know to to find out uh you know where they really stand and many times they're almost canceled do you see any potential positives happening now that we're halfway into the Bundesliga season and the first year of the contract here yes i think the positives will come later in the season um from like a competitive perspective um, it, it's been a little bit tepid the last four or five match days because Bayern just uh, 
has such a large lead. But with the the playoff matches in the Champions League, uh, and Bayern and Wolfsburg being in the knockout, and then you have uh, four German teams in the Europa League. Uh, the the Champions League and the Europa League have been bigger draws um, for audiences, even though they play midweek. Um, That's than interesting. On uh, average, the Bundesliga matches. Do yeah, you, I mean it's like four to one. The cha- I have a Champions League. Well, the Champions uh, League is the best the, soccer uh, that you can have outside of the World Cup years, in right. my opinion. Yep. So I don't, I don't, you know, I, I mean, I arguably I even better. I mean, obviously the World Cup means more, but in terms of the ability to put <laughs> the best players on any one team, the top five, six teams in in the Champions League, you could have a strong discussion as to what is actually a better team, that or the World Cup champion. How does the EPL do uh, against uh, the Champions League games? I'm not going to go to Europa, but with the mean? Champions League, how do they do as far as their television numbers co- compared to a midweek Champions League match? Because we're only getting one match per- at a time uh, with sure. the Champions League. Well, sure. It's about 500,000 on average for the weekend, and you get up to like seven, 800,000 for the really interesting matches and derbies for the Premier League uh, uh, games um, on NBC, and they have been doing a really good job. They have been here for a long time. Um, you know, the they, the, the uh, Bundesliga numbers are small; they're about a tenth compared to the EPL. But that doesn't mean that the soccer is, you know, a tenth of the quality. It's just a matter of exposure and and marketing, and uh, that the uh, Premier League has been here uh, a lot longer. It certainly has. It certainly has. Um, so, Matthias, what we what this is 2016. We earlier this uh, show, not this show, sorry, earlier in the show, uh, we were speaking about the FA Cup and what that means to uh, a player and to teams and some of the strategies they use to, to have new players. Now, in Germany, um, what is the name of their local cup? It's called DFB. Pokal, and it's basically an acronym for a German Football Association League Cup. And it, it, it's a really a, a glamorous cup. You have uh, amateurs participate in the first round, and um, it, it has gotten a lot more competitive over the uh, last uh, uh, few years because there's money in it and exposure. And if I compare it to the FA Cup, and uh, uh, I think there's another cup in, in England, and there's two cups in Spain. And yes. you have, you know, an away game and a home home game, so you have uh, two legs per round, and the teams tend to uh, uh, um, play their the, the B, uh, yes. uh, B team in these competitions. But the, the Bundesliga... Uh, teams they they don't want to lose to a, a lower rated a second league or amateur team and they usually put their uh, the A squad um, in the competition they don't and play. the final is in Berlin which is very attractive as a, as, a, as a city and it's a it's a fun competition and you only have one game you know to play now, Matthias, you, you lose you're out so it's a real knockout. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. Well, well Matthias, before mm-hmm. before we let you on, I want to thank you for you know everything you're doing and have done for the show. And we are going to make a bold move and move it, not only in radio but move into the visual and audio realm. 
uh, you know, we'd like you to be a part of that if you're interested because we love having you on. And we'll just have a picture of you, you know, one of those <laughs> things like on the line. I always wanted to do that. Yes. Okay. So, so so if you're interested, you let, let us know. We wanted you to be the first person that we are inviting to join us with that. Is that right, Thorne? I think this is the first I, one. Yes. You're the first I'd love German. to be part of it. I'd love to be part of it. Thank you for the invitation. You're doing a great job. I appreciate that you put the Bundesliga on um, every Sunday. Yes. Yeah, all, the, all the German Anything? citizens owe me a debt of gratitude. I just want to throw that out, okay? You all know? 80 million Germans. I know. Tell them Germany that you know a dollar each would work or, or a mark. <laughs> well, what's, you know, whatever. Is it a mark? A drag yeah, it's a, a euro. A, a euro. Oh, euro. Okay. Okay. So tell them what dollar each in the mail. I'll give them the address. I'll pay the. You know. Uh, well, if I pay the postage. They may I won't need make you as money. the finance minister too, Eric. So you can take on both hats. Over there, there you go. So thank you. So anyway, thank you, Matthias. It's great to have you. We'll we'll talk to you. Where I kind of hit you on the. I kind of blindsided you on that, but we'll we'll get in touch with you and That's talk okay. to you about that in the near future. Okay. And, and once we figure out what we're going to do exactly, <laughs> we'll do it. That so thank great. you, my friend. Have a good week. You there too. you go. That's Matthias calling Bye. in. Great to talk to him uh, and get some Bundesliga discussions. And now we're going to go to our next caller. James is on the line. James, you're J- on J- Vuvu Soccer. J- James O'Hamas. Yeah, James. O'Hamas. No, it's, I know it's ja- <laughs> nice. No, it's James. <laughs> it's I James. believe it's James. Okay, James, great. James yeah. how you doing, James? I'm doing great, guys. Thank now, you listen, James. For- James is a guest today. He's, I, mean, I thank you. He's a caller because he called in, of course. So of course. thank you for that. But James has a. Uh, well, well, James, why don't you introduce yourself? Give us a little of your background and tell tell us why you're calling. I think that might be the best way to do that. All right. Well, thank you for the opportunity to call in and uh, share my story. Uh, I'm a four year old, forty year old oh. father of two. Um, I grew up in the '80s playing soccer. The local soccer club had all the teams named after the uh, former uh, NASL leagues. We, my brother and I, Rob, uh, we were on the Rowdies because. Uh, what the league decided to do is put all the families on the same team, and as you grew up, uh, you grew up uh, going through the levels of, of uh, the program all on the same team. I'm old so enough to remember were, the Rowdies, by the way. Okay, so, yeah, we, we yeah. were on the Rowdies, right. you know, and, and the other teams were the Flames and the Cosmos and the Dips. Uh, cool. We the, we the grew up in uh, Eggar Township, which is in Atlantic County, New Jersey. Yep, uh, and. I remember in the late 90s, my brother took me to a kicks game, and I believe it was because he was going there to be with the sons of Ben. Um, oh, wow. But it was like a last-minute invite to me, so myself and a couple of his other friends were up on like the second level. Meanwhile, J- James, this is when they were pressing yeah. to get an MLS team probably, that's, right? That's and right. they did the dupe thing. Yeah, I remember. I, didn't, I was not aware of it at the time, but I know the story. So that's cool. So you went there, and... This is before the union existed, correct? That's right. Okay, go on, sir. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, thank you very much for Mm -hmm. clarifying the timeline. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure he was there to to be a part of that Sons of Ben uh, drive to get a team. Um, And uh, then after that, of course, the union, after all all that uh, effort that the Sons of Ben put up, the union were uh, established in 2010. Uh, My brother Rob was... uh, one of the you know first uh, people to get a season tickets, and he was a Sons of Ben member. Uh, he invited my wife and I to go with him and his wife to the first game at PPL Park. And, and because he has two children, younger children, they decided to get season tickets on the north end. 
So they didn't sit at the river end with the rest of the Sons of Ben, but they they had season tickets on the north end behind the goal. So we were there the first day, and I got to tell you, I got to thank my brother for my fandom of the Philadelphia Union. I've been hooked on ever since. Oh, awesome. Um, and, and just to fast forward, my the reason the, for the purpose of my call is uh, in July of 2013, my brother and I uh, were watching one of the games, I believe it was Portland uh, versus FC Dallas at Portland. And, of course, one of the Portland players scored a goal, and, uh, Tim, you know, Timber Joey did his cut of the piece of the log and gave the slice to the player. And uh, my brother shared with me an idea that he thought the Sons of Bend and or the Union could do as a goal celebration at PPL Park, or now Talon Energy Park, uh, is have someone play the role of uh, Ben Franklin and with an old desk, you know, like the style of uh, Independence Hall, he would sit there and write up with a feathered pen a goal proclamation. You know, here as on this date, at this time, during this game against, you know, the Red Bulls, uh, Sebastian Latou scored a goal. And then you could roll, you know, he could show it to the fans cool. and then roll, roll it up. Well, they could put it up on the big screen, right? I mean, they could put, put the, yeah, the, put the put proclamation up, up there. So, it would be awesome. Is he going to yeah. pretend to write all of those things, or is he just going to put his name in an already written out proclamation? Well, well, see, that's the thing. I would love to sit down, you know, with the Sons of Ben and, and the Union and maybe knock out some of the particulars. And Thorne. Uh, and Thorne. I would love to be and there. Thorne, and Thorne. Yeah, this discussion yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, um, uh, Ryan... The Tifo guy, yes. uh, I was uh, helping him do, uh, to paint last year's first season uh, Tifo, and he came up with a really cool idea to it, a spin to it, and that is to use the old-fashioned press that's been kind of operated, one of the yes. first presses. So he could press the proclamation down onto the that's old cool. paper, or, you know, the old-style paper. Um, I just think it'd be really cool. I mean, I know some fans, you know, after the, what, what happened recently, uh, the information that came out about the old coach Novak, and it was his idea for the dupe. They want to take away the dupe, and Why? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. What came that. out? Sorry, uh, James, yeah. I apologize. But- Okay, well, go ahead. Okay, well, no, but basically he was talking about Peter Novak yes. and, the, and the hazing. Is that is that yes. what you're talking about, basically? I was a part yeah, of that. Yeah, we, we didn't quite get to, Yeah, yeah. they're always going to get to that, but yes. I, yeah, uh, okay, but anyway, so yeah, okay. so you're thinking it might be a good time to change the the the, the overall climate, I guess you're saying, of the, yeah. well, uh, and, and, get out and rid of the know. old stuff and maybe the dupe is like... It, Past its prime. That's what you're kind of saying. Or or well, that yeah, could be well, incorporated well, in it as well, right? I mean, which way are you exactly. looking at? Exactly. That, yeah. That's where I'm going. I was going to say, I think that might be a bit drastic to take away the dupe because there's a lot of kids and families that enjoy the dupe, and they have no idea what happened then. And even with this stuff coming out, they probably still won't have an idea. So I'm not advocating to take away the dupe. I'm saying let's do the dupe, and then we can add this to it as a supplemental celebration. Um, and we can even put it on, the, you know, another area of the um, stadium, not just in the Sons of Ben area. If, right. if the Union or the Sons of Ben aren't, you know, want to share the atmosphere and, and you know distribute that somewhere else. Um, I just I think I, I mean there's many teams or at least at least five different teams have special goal celebrations that are related to yep. their organization. You know, the Timber Joey. Uh, I believe I saw during last year's U.S. Open Cup 
tournament at SC Dallas, their fans actually brand a piece of leather with the um, <laughs> with their team logo. Uh, okay, there you go. The, Love it. The New yeah. York, you know, the, the New England Revs. They borrow from the Patriots and use the the guys with the muskets. So sons of Ben, you know, yep. that, that's that they're named after Ben Franklin. Like that, that's who they identified with. So this kind of you know goes with that, and it could just supplement. Uh, the Duke song. That, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and da- and James, to add to your point, I mean, even here within the city limits, in a different sport, you see the same thing. The Philadelphia Phillies ring the Liberty Bell every time there's a home run. So it's it's not without precedent. I think it's a wonderful idea. Well, and the fact that the, the fact, James, the fact that the city, uh, you know, the, the the stadium is not in the city proper. It's always nice to keep those ties to yes. the city. I yes. mean, Ben Franklin, for God's sake, Ben Franklin is part of the Dupe Insignia logo. You know, if you, I'm not the Dupe. I'm sorry, the Sons of Ben logo. So it's it certainly all kind of meshes together, and you could keep the Dupe song in there. Yeah, but it would be a little nice. Yeah, I mean, the visual is good. Like we're talking today about having audio and visual. So certainly the combination of the two, I think, would be better. I mean, you already have the good celebration. You have the Sons have been going for you, so why not extend that? I love it, J- James Lockerby. Is that your is that your idea or your brothers, or is, is it a joint effort? No, this was strictly this was two guys that love soccer that were watching soccer actually at my daughter's birthday party. Uh, <laughs> right after we had cake and ice cream, the game came on, so we sat down. And I don't know why, but for some reason, my brother just felt like sharing that you know thought with with me. And um, unfortunately, a few months later, he passed away unexpectedly. And oh, I don't want to go into the details of that because right. I won't be able to continue the conversation. But but it's just this has kind of been – I tried to introduce this last off season, Didn't quite seem to take over. And I'm just trying again this season. And if it takes off, that would be amazing. And it would be, I think it would be such an awesome legacy for – him to leave his uh, sons and his, and and, and my, uh, my my children and myself. Uh, if it doesn't take off, then that then that you know okay, I, I get it. It didn't work, and I'm, I'm not going to shove it down people's throats. But I would really love, and I thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to use your platform to to share this idea with everyone. And so I, I really would love to see it happen. So James, let's look at how this is going to actually take place. Let's say we get to the next step, right? Now, who is going to be, um, who's going to have all of those things ready? Does the union have to participate, or is this uh, Sons of Ben? thing that could happen um this has to be with the union staff and front office they have to agree and have an agreement i'm, I'm assuming absolutely and I, I last season i emailed them and i emailed them to them it just didn't quite take off and and you know i'm not gonna you know say anything bad about that because you know it just didn't happen but yeah, i'm hoping maybe now with different things and i've, I've uh, tweeted out you know some some things to the, like the on the Ben and the union and, and I would love to sit down and help them maybe find a sponsor maybe work out the details so I would be all about like I'm not just throwing out the idea and like they're walking away I would like to participate in helping them develop this idea if, if they would have you know welcome you know if they would uh, allow me to do that so the channel, uh, what, what I've come to understand when it comes to bringing new ideas to a company, they are very standoffish. They, they, you see, imagine if I'm the union and all the fans are sending me emails about ideas for celebration. So the avenue must be, uh, do you have any alliances in the Sons of Ben 
currently with, with the leadership um, and is the Sons of Ben uh, representing you? Let's say, do they like the idea and is now going to the union with the idea or are you still trying to win over the Sons of Ben? Yeah, I guess I'm in the process of winning them over. I'm, I'm trying to get my idea out there to as many people as I possibly can. I mean, I know it's very difficult to try to get a uh, consensus among all the fans um, you know, I know some fans are like, you know, no mascots at all, no, you know, no, no this, no that. But I just look across the league and I see so many things that are being done. And you, and and, and the the Euro snobs, you know, like they say this stuff shouldn't happen. But you look over at Crystal Palace, their the fans blow bubbles in the middle of the Not game. Not to mention having cheerleaders, by the way. The, the crystals yeah, yeah, are cheerleaders. Have, okay, so I, it can be done. It can certainly can be done. Yeah, I don't want to see cheerleaders. Let me tell you, gentlemen, I do not want to see. Cheerleaders. Why? Yeah, really? Why? Uh, yeah, come we on. Th- I, we thought are very I, childlike. I, we like mascots. We like cheerleaders. We, we absolutely. Bob, I don't know. He may be Thorne, on the fence. Thorne, you got to keep your focus in that, man. <laughs> Come on. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I, I don't, I, I would not prefer that, but, but I would, I think that this is something, it, it, like you guys mentioned, it incorporates the city, it incorporates the history, it, it's part of the Sons of Ben logo. I think this is something that could be done, and, and I'm not asking for like any, like, you know, idea rights or anything. I, I would just like to be notified, like, when they're going to start it, so I can be there and I can bring my family there. Yeah. You know I what? I think, I think, James, <laughs> just let me tell you, I think it's, a, well, first of all, I'm not just giving you lip service. I think it's a wonderful idea. And I think it's a great thing that you're going to that and you're moving forward with it uh, in honor of your brother also, which is terrific. But I also think that this is the, you know, I think you may have a kinder, friendlier front office coming on with the union at this time. Like, you know, changes are being made and these things may be more fan friendly. This may be the perfect timing for this. Yes, indeed. You know? well, and, and, right. I, I and you got Thorne Holder I, on your side so bad. Well, you're there. <laughs> We're there, man. Let's I, I, tell us what we what you want us to do. We'll be happy to help. You know, you know, reach out to. I, I would like for you guys, and and I'm taking this opportunity now to encourage uh, all your listeners to to notify the sons of Ben how they feel about this, uh, and, and 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 the union. You know, like do a write in, do do a call in, like you know, you know, James's idea is great, and we we would love to see it incorporate it. Um, I would love for the union or the sons of Ben to reach out to me, and you know, and I would meet with them to to try to iron out the details of how we can get this done. You know, I'll write companies from here to, you know, uh, the far end of Philadelphia yes. to, to see if they're interested in sponsoring it. So, James, um, we, next week, know. next week, uh, this is not confirmed, but next week we are supposed to be having Maurice Adu, the captain of the Philadelphia Union, on our show as a guest. What you can do when we do have him on, because he's going to come on, um, we just have to make the time. Uh, what you can do is call in and ask him what he thinks about the idea. But it has to be concise within one or two minutes because it's, it's going to be his segment. But let's say um, Maurice is going to be on. Uh, uh, let's say you could have through the show. This is what we can do is provide a platform for you to communicate with uh, the, the guests that we have. Luckily, we have a union uh, captain coming on. So you could take that opportunity to reach out to him directly over the show. I hope he doesn't mind that I may have set him up like this. Can I, just get well, I, I would fo- love that opportunity. I, I, I met with him uh, the, the, during the, the uh, first introduction when he first joined on the team. In fact, I shared that photo. Uh, oh yes, with, with your radio show just just before coming on. Great. Uh, it was my nephews. Uh, <laughs> that my was the little kids I saw in the picture. Yeah, okay. that's right. My, nah, it all my, comes my together. My son and, and my my son and daughter. We up, we went up to the. Um, we got 30 uh, seconds, James. We're coming oh, up sorry. to a break. I, I just, it's all right. 
We're yeah, in stoppage I time. Want, I just want to say <laughs> that I, the reason why I am like trying this again, like to, to identify what you had said earlier, um, you know, the new regime, the, the, the new leadership of the Sons of Men, the new leadership of the union, uh, that's why I'm putting this back out there. Um, I got know, the guy, by the way, James. I got yeah, the guy, you. the guy that plays Ben Franklin. You see him all around the city. He's awesome. He looks just like him. I don't so, know. If I would love I to mean, try to figure out how to get him in there. Yeah, I bet involved. he would be so, into it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us, James. I um, hope to hear you um, from you again in the near future. And once we get on our, our uh, YouTube channel, we will do that celebration for you. So thank you so much <laughs> for joining. We're going to set it up one day on the show. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, guys, for having right. me on. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks, James. Excellent, excellent idea, man. Excellent idea. Love it. All right, there you have it. That's James. And a great James idea. James Lockerbie is his name, by the way. Yes, yeah. James Lockerbie. Thanks so much for him uh, for him coming on, sharing that idea with us. And as we always say, he's probably listening just that he hopped off now. So, I mean, the, when you talk to us here, that's not the last you hear from us. We are always keeping in touch with our favorite callers, with ideas like this, with guests that come on the show. So, James, this will not be the last you hear from us. We're going to head to break now, though. Great first hour, 888-728-9941, your number to call in. This is Vuvu Soccer on 610 WTEL ESPN. Robner, Allen Robner, Zimmerman, and Nash is a law firm specializing in workers' compensation, personal injury, domestic relations, and any other legal matter affecting individuals' rights and freedoms. Eric Nash, host of Vuvuzela, the World Soccer Show, is a named partner and has been helping injured individuals for nearly 22 years. Call 215-953-2720 for a free consultation. Most legal matters are handled on a percentage basis. Call 215-953-2720. That's 215-953-2720. The law firm of Rovner, Allen, Rovner, Zimmerman, and Nash. They get results. Are you a soccer fan wondering where you can catch the soccer match with a great pub atmosphere? The Iron Abbey in Horsham is the place featuring EPL, La Liga, and Champions League. Also a proud pub partner with the Philadelphia Union with early openings Saturday and Sunday for the games with a great breakfast menu and food menu to complement the atmosphere. The Iron Abbey voted Best Bar of the Year 2015 offers 40 beers on draft and over 800 bottles to choose from. Visit their award-winning bottle shop, The Loft, for great takeout and mix-and-match six-packs to go. If you're a soccer fan, you you have to check out Iron Abbey, the official soccer pub in the Burbs. Go to ironabbey.com for schedules and like them on Facebook to stay up to date. Please check out the Iron Abbey presents Vuvuzela World Soccer Show every Sunday from 3 to 5 on 610 Sports. Roughneck Scarfs is proud to be an official sponsor of the Vuvuzela Show. Roughneck specializes in custom scarves for schools, clubs, supporters, and corporate promotions. They're also the official scarf supplier to U.S. Soccer, MLS, USL, and NCAA. Visit roughneckscarves.com and use promo code VUVU for an exclusive discount on your next scarf order. Roughneck Scarves. Better service, better designs, better scarves. If you suffer from pain or tension, Dr. Frank McCaffrey of Academy Injury and Health Center can help. Academy Injury can help you get out of pain just like they've helped many patients in WTEL's listening audience. In fact, mention the word soccer and receive an incredible first visit special offer. Call Academy Injury and Health Center at 215-637-1212. That's 215-637-1212. Academy Injury and Health Center can get you out of pain and enhance your performance. 
for the 555 building in the city of brotherly love. Love, love, love. This is WTEL AM Philadelphia, a Beasley Media Group station. We are 610 Sports, ESPN Radio. We are back, and I was a couple seconds short, so Bob, calm down. I'm all right. We're all here. Everybody's here. Sit down. <laughs> we the did producer's it. producer's going nuts. We think Flutie over the football did it. game. Is it a football game thing? Flutie okay. did it. Okay, so there we go. Anyway, so uh, welcome back to the second hour of Vuvu Soccer, sponsored by the Iron Abbey. Um, uh, Bob, uh, we, we were just we were just talking about this. We didn't really get your feel. What's your feel on this? You said we're going to continue. I think the, the Iron Abbey's so. wonderful. If that's what you're. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not talking about the Iron Abbey, which is wonderful, <laughs> by the way. But what are, what are your thoughts about moving forward with with this uh, Ben Franklin idea? I think it's a great idea. I really do. I don't think it's stepping on any toes whatsoever, and I think it's only augmenting what's already a very joyous goal celebration. I think Dupe is great. Personally, and I, I understand doop, that. Doop, 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 yes, doop, Thorin, doop, Thorin knows doop, it well. Do you think it's played out a bit, though? I don't. I mean, no? Okay, I don't. Because no. they put it on the, on the hockey. Yeah, but it's great. Is Chelsea no Dagger played out with the Chicago Blackhawks? I don't think so, but that's been their goal song forever. It's songs that have character, it doesn't matter. They don't get played out. But you, this wouldn't be an either or, it would be an incorporation, I'm sure. Yeah, right? absolutely. It would, make it, more, it would make it better. The celebration would be better, right? Thor, we, we, I like the visual. I think that's good. Because, yeah, they love showing the Sons of Men. Having, having Ben Franklin on that little perch where they have, you know, where, where they... Uh, right, have the drums and Yeah, with the drums, like I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that, how, how, bad, how can that be bad? That would be fun. And Like I said, not stepping and maybe on the will like Wait, maybe the parchment paper, if they actually do that, could be lined up like in a, in a, in a display, like the, uh, like the wood that's sawed off. You or know? like the... Um like the jerseys in a in a in a basketball uh, arena, you know right. how they hang jerseys. Right. Possibly, um, what what they can do is they could bring me in as a marketing person, and I could sell the heck out of those ideas. Uh, what 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 is <laughs> okay? A, you're, so you're out there. Your name's in the hat. So man. let's okay. let's um let's look at how why this would make sense. We as let's say as fans, as people that are bored, tired pissed off on weekends we want to sit down and be entertained all right so shows super bowls dig super bowl gives us a lot more than just a, a game all right it's a gimmick it's a show it's a fanfare glitter stuff explosions uh, power saws wood so <laughs> wood. We, we need <laughs> we need we can't have enough wood never yeah we we need um you know Sorry. Weird, weird <laughs> folks, man. What we need is, uh, we need some gimmick, all right? We need some gimmick uh, when a goal is scored so that, you know, some people might just come out to see uh, the Ben Franklin. Now, James, what I wanted to ask him, uh, his picture on, uh, on Twitter is Ben Franklin as well. So what I want to know is, uh, do we like Ben Franklin? Uh, what do we know about him? Because somebody, uh, this goes into the next the next conversation as well, when we talk about, well, 
we don't like what Peter did, Peter Novak, that is, from the Union, so let's change some of the ideas that he had that were great. I think it's nonsense. Yeah, I don't think it, I, I really don't think this idea, I, that didn't even cross my mind. I don't think, I, I think the dupe thing is fine, continuing it on. I don't think there's any, I mean, I think the, the we'll, we'll talk about the Novak situation in a couple yes. minutes. But I, I do think, uh, Thorne and Bob, that, uh, you know, I think it's just a good idea. I think it will make it better. The visual aspect, there's already a good visual aspect of the River's End. Okay. Yes. This will make it better. I mean, I think it's a, I think it's good, and I think that you could, you know, I mean, for God knows what you could do with that. I know they keep all those logs and they write, you know, the, the pieces of the logs. Yes, yes. And and it was a real big thing. In fact, it was a big deal with that. What's the logging guy's name, Bob? You, you remember his name? With the uh, yeah. Timba. With Portland. That's his name, though. No, but he has a yeah. name. He has a name. I don't forget his name. Benny the Buzzsaw Logger or something. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, Benny the Buzzsaw. And they, uh, you know, they keep that. They probably auction them off. It's a cool thing. I would yes. like to have a, a hug of that log. I'd like to have a parchment with one of the Union Goals. But, uh, it, it'd be yeah. autographed. Ben Franklin. This guy is the guy on those names. He's a Facebook friend of mine. Like, who is it? But, uh, oh, Ben? He, yeah, but the guy who plays Ben Franklin. But that guy is Ben. He is Ben Franklin, man. Yeah, he has he great hair. Really cool. No, he just looks just like him. A lot of alcohol. He looks just like him because he's never been photographed, Ben Franklin, so it's easier to look like him, I guess. He's been gotcha. painted, but he looks like him. It's pretty, pretty, pretty nice. Uh, a lot of realism there. But anyway, let's, let's go to the other side of uh, the... Yes, from happy days from happy to... to I don't, I'm going to go for well. Look, I was a I was a pledge in a fraternity growing up. I understand hazing. A lot of different definitions of what hazing is. It could be if you have a minor to major. I mean, yeah. your brother. Yeah, your 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 older siblings. Yeah. haze you. Yes. But the point is, if I understand it, and it came out um, in, in an article that the, I guess it came out with regard to the lawsuit. Yes. With Novak. That was a mistake, and, correct. And, and, you know, well, that that's <laughs> nonsensical. I think we talked about that. Yeah. But this guy obviously has a little bit of a Napoleon complex or something, you know. He's got some issues. Novak, that is. I, do, let's not make any judgment based on... You see, the, we have a problem as a society. We read stuff in the news and we feel we know Peter. We and don't know fair. Peter. That's fair. You but know? You, did you know Peter? Yes. Okay, so you know. that's fair. That's fair. So I give us a bit that. of a window. Well, that would be my window. I can only tell you my well, experience well, give as Give us a, your window. That's great. Maybe yeah, your know. window is something that can okay, help so the maybe, listeners that yes. don't know him okay. as well. Can we just say he's not this heinous character? How about let, maybe, just nobody let, Thorne, is. let Thorne do his thing? Fair. Okay. Sure. All right. Give us so, a window. Um, let me tell you my experience with Peter, how it started. Um, first of all, I was brought to the union by Rob. Uh, he was impressed with me when I was at the uh, at Maryland University. Rob, so, the assistant coach. Yeah, assistant Hard, coach and goalkeeper Hard, coach. Hard, Hard, Bartugian. Bartugian, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, they were heading to Florida for preseason, so they brought me in for preseason. Uh, one day in the elevator, now, uh, Peter is Polish. His English is not excellent, but it's good enough to communicate. So... He speaks like a Polish person. No whack. I mean, it's for, it's yes. called no whack. Not so, you know, he does not use a lot of words. He would say to you something, and it would be very concise and simple. So I saw him. We were in Western and, and Florida, and we were in the elevator, and I got caught. <laughs> I got caught one-on-one -on -one with the coach in the elevator. It's the, always the most <laughs> uncomfortable thing when you're now coming in, you know. Um, 
a lot of people don't know this, but your head coach is very hard to reach sometimes, okay? You could go talk to him, but it's very rare that you will have one-on-ones with your head coach. You might have one or two a year. You don't want to have any because it means you're not doing too well. If you're doing great, your head coach will not talk to you at all. So it's when you meet your head coach, it's usually either you're about to leave or you're about to be signed. So I met him in the elevator. And uh, he asked me, he said, Thorne, uh, would you like to, to be with us? You know, would you like to, to be with us? I said, absolutely. He was like, okay, welcome to the union. You're a good guy. And what I did was I made the mistake of telling my friends that I'm going to join. And they tweeted. And the union was like, Eric is always, um, hey, be careful because the union might not allow their players uh, to be interviewed by Vuvuzela. So I've experienced where um, one of my friends, it was Shaka, I believe. Yeah, Shaka tweeted that I signed before they released a press release. Mm -hmm. And Christina, who was the PR lady, she came up to my room. She was like, Thorne, what are you doing? You know, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. Anyway, so um, that's the first... Talk I had with Peter. You know, I when I came into the team, I didn't meet Peter. I met the the coordinator, um, Rob, and the guys. Mm. Peter came a couple of days later, and I didn't meet him until that elevator thingy. Um, the other experience I had with Peter outside of preseason, because that's probably where the whole hazing thing comes about, was with preseason um, and during the, the season. Uh, but these things happen, and I will tell you a little bit about it. Um, when you, when you with a team, um, it becomes your your sons as a coach. You know, as a coach, these players are your sons, and the oldest players are your oldest sons. Your oldest players become player coach kind of. They help you as leaders, as captains. Mondragon was a leader captain. Danny Califf was a leader, leader captain. So these guys help you with the team. Um, some players you can't get to that players could get to. So you want to make sure you get to at least your, your two leading players so that they can get to all the players because players get to players. So... Um, there yeah, are times, and I'm sure with Jose Mourinho about to lose his job and Rafa Benitez losing his job recently, there are times as a human being that you become emotional. And when you have 26 guys and the power to tell them to run or jump, um, sometimes at the end of it, people can make a report and it may be frowned upon a decision that might have been made in an emotional state. Now, hazing, uh, while I was with Peter, um, there was no, in my experience, I was there in 2011, um, there was nothing that I would consider uh, inappropriate, you know. Uh, It might be childish, you know, so all the, uh, Mm -hmm. let's say the freshmen or the guys that were now joining the team, um, uh, you would have to pick up balls. You would have to probably pick up the food. Uh, you might have to wash some guy's cleats. Um, there are a lot of things that you do because you're a youngster joining the team, especially if it's your first professional contract. I so don't think you're, I don't think that that is so uncommon in sports, maybe more so in this politically correct era that we're in now. Yeah. But that used to be the way. And the NFL is. stories are replete with, you know, go go get go get us the morning donuts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you're the you're the rookie. Yeah. You go stand up and sing the, your school fight song and then sit down on mashed potatoes. And, I mean, it, that went on. It always did. Now, all of a sudden, I mean, the only thing, but there, there seem to be some alleg- allegations. There's something 
yes. we're a little more heavy-handed. Well, and that's like, what I was going to get to. And I have it here. And so, Thorne, when we were talking last hour, you said, oh, the hazing. Oh, I was a part of that. No, I was a part of the Peter Novak regime. Yes. I, I wasn't, so you were never part of the, you were never a I recipient of. I don't know what, what, what you are referring to as far as hazing. And so that's what I'm going to get to. Okay. I, I, I just, you know, in terms of confirming or denying that these things happen, when they was at, when you guys were asked to run laps, 10 to 12 mile laps around the YSC complex, were you denied water at I, any I point? Was, we, I was, that didn't happen when I was there. Okay. That happened the following year. And then jeopardizing players' health and safety of May of 2012 by forcing... I'm sorry, that's the same thing. Now downplaying the significance of concussions to players that had suffered no. them. I don't know if you'd ever received a concussion. No, I, I, was, I was the most concussed player in, <laughs> in 2000. Well, there's a shocking yeah. development okay. the, right the there. The last three months of my contract, I spent sitting and you know helping guys with water because I was concussed. It mm-hmm. has nothing to do with Peter. Peter has no say. Uh, we have doctors, Dr. Yep. David, I forgot his name, but we have doctors. Doctors that make these decisions. We have physios that make these decisions. So your doctor will correspond with your physio, and your physio will correspond with your coach. In the middle of all of this is the player giving feedback. Mm -hmm. So I don't, that is nonsense. He has, first of all, they wouldn't let him, the doctors wouldn't let him deny Yeah. Put a player on with a or concussion. Or a player on with a concussion, you know, yeah. They, they took me off in the middle of a game when I was saying I'm fine. I messed up a, a yeah. concussion test. I said, you know, I said dates wrong. Um, <laughs> they don't play with that because... Right. And that's good. And yeah. that's that's become more of a point of emphasis across sports. And, and that's something, if you're looking back to 2010, if something like that had happened, one, it's awful and isn't inexcusable. But the, the climate in which sports have evolved, especially over the last five years, you would never see that right the, now. And I agree. Now, the other, the other thing I have to ask, and if this is too personal, then you can just abstain from answering. But notably, rookies, at times they, there were activities where Novak or other coaches would spank them and that the video, there was video footage of it being taken by other coaches. Did anything like that ever happen that you saw? So, um, one, I will go back to the water, and then I'll get to this. Okay. Uh, yeah. As you mentioned, putting the player's body at, at risk. Many, as a professional athlete, that's, that's, that's what you do. Your, your yep. body is being pushed to the, the extreme. Your lungs is burning. You throw up. Um, being denied water, um, you know, if you train two hours... Uh, you're not going to train two hours without water. And yeah. if you do a running without water, that's that's normal. You get punished sometimes. Uh, and yeah. the punishment is running. And you might have to run for 20, 30 minutes without water. Sure, so, sure. Um, and you're seeing that in, in soccer now. The, I mean, wimpification isn't a real world. And, and hopefully it's, mm-hmm. it's not the right one. But, yeah, you're seeing it in brutally hot days. They're mandating these water breaks. And that's a discussion that we can have as well. I, I think some players, probably like yourself, wouldn't necessarily agree with something like that, even though it's We want water, of course. But well, oh, you do? Well, okay. Once again, just, just to die. throw, throw yeah. this in here. Yeah, exactly. What you're talking about is like what they call paddling and, and uh, fraternities. And fraternities. And yes, that's correct. Very, very common over the last, maybe before the new, yep. the, the, the new politically correct era, I keep saying. But this is not PCE, something that Peter, yes. right, this is not something that Peter Novak, Novak, Novak uh, invented. Okay, man? And also, not something he was doing because he's some kind said. of evil yep. dude. No, but what I'm saying is maybe he shouldn't. Maybe he went too far. I don't no, know. No, no, I don't know what's real. I would say, but I it would seems s- to me that I, 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 I mean, except for the water thing and the, and the concussion thing, obviously is a different th- 
different standard and a different yeah. health concern. Yep. I, you know, I mean, paddling, I don't know. Dude, have you ever been on a team when you were in college? Did they ever do something like they, that I was, to you? I was too old. I was the oldest guy on the team in college. But so didn't they do stuff like they, that? They do it. You two so, freshmen and whatnot. Yeah, it's not and it's uh, And it's banned in schools as well. Schools don't right. tolerate the hazing. But, um, okay, when we look at... Let's let's look at I'm I'm gonna address that immediately because it's obviously out now so whatever the courts doesn't matter. Um, right? Well, is it out? I mean, it's out. What does it all mean? I mean, what they're it's, in court it's, for it's, has it's, nothing to do with that. It has to do with the lawsuit against the union, and it's. Uh, oh, maybe why they, he uh, lost his position. Maybe they could have um, something to do with it. This I is what know. happened. Right. Uh, did Novak sue the union? Right. Right. So defamation, that's what it is. They are taking real-life situations and interpreting it in a manner that could def- uh, deform the character of, of Mr. Novak. They're trying to hurt his yeah. credibility yes. is what it is. Like, now, and the thing in is... In some ways, and that's standard legal stuff, we okay? Should, and we should so have, that's what's happening, huh? Yeah. I'm telling you guys just right away as a Peter Novak, because f- I like Novak. I had a great experience, and he, I, I respect him as a man because he did certain things that were respectable while I was there. Can I leave you guys with one okay. question that mm. I have in this world of social media bonkers going on? Yes. How in the world is this kept quiet for four years? You see, it's nothing. How is that possible, well, Bob? Again, it's Tell not- me. It's Bob, how is that possible? How's what? How is it kept quiet? What? What being kept how, quiet? What, the, 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 how did this just come out now? It's nothing. You see, well, if, if Bill Cosby, look, let's look at the Bill Cosby situation. 1970, Bill Cosby was partying and drinking and doing cocaine and doing quaaludes with a bunch of ladies. And then 30 years later, um, somebody's pissed off at Bill Cosby. They uh, bring this to the forefront. So, oh, why didn't they complain before? It's the exact same thing. It's not that it was a problem back then. The same situation that was not a problem back then is being look, looked at through a particular lens and as a result it looks like a problem but it's all words well, coming together well date rape I think was always a problem it just wasn't spoken about that's not I'm not talking about up. date rape that's well, not date that rape what it is if you put, that's, you know, that's, that's not what, what he did that's, well, uh, all right so we get <laughs> 20 think about it like this we can get away from Cosby but I mean back to well go, one the, second okay. if somebody robs you 30 years ago you're not gonna wait 30 years later and be like Oh, I was robbed 30 years ago, and it's him. Okay, you're not going to do that. If you get robbed today, you're going to go report a robbery. Sure, if you get raped today, of you're going to report. Understood, yeah. So 30 years later, or four years later, it's not purely something was done wrong, or it was date rape, or there was hazing. It's more, there is a legal battle going on, and what we see in the right. news is as a result of... Yeah, and those, those details were kept on the low down because of the investigation. The pending no, I would investigation, tell you, the imp- ongoing litigation. Yeah, Peter didn't, um, I was never struck by any coach. I was never paddled by any coach. And um, none of um, uh, none of this type of activity was celebrated or filmed. You understand? Okay. So, well, that last part, I don't know who's filming sometimes. You never know. Okay. You, you, you're a player, you interact okay. with people, things are happening. Sure. But the first part, um, no. So hey, uh, it's uh, listen. I just ask, and I'm I'm hoping that I didn't put you in an uncomfortable position at all. I'm consistently in an uncomfortable <laughs> position. Okay, <laughs> so no no more than usual. Good. No, hey, no. and again, these are things we can comment on now because the litigation is final. The ruling was last April. The 
the yeah. directive to pay was in November of last year, which is 15, so a couple months ago. Right. So we're good. This was all just came out, and it was Jonathan Tannenwald that broke a lot of this and was able to retrieve these documents. So it's worthwhile to talk about here on the show. And then it also bears mentioning that now that we got some of the heavy stuff out of the way, can start to put a lid on that era. Now there's a whole new front office. Is that E-R-A era or E-R-R-O-R era? You can... Depict it any way you'd like. Okay. I think that's an interesting point you bring up. That mm-hmm. said, I think it's worthwhile to have this conversation on the air. And now it's now it's time to move forward. And um, and this union team has a lot of this darkness behind it. That's a good. You know, it's a good point because if there's going to be a dawning of a new day, now is the time to do it. Yeah. Yes, indeed, indeed. So, so we'll, we'll take a quick break here. We'll come back on the other side. Lots more to get to. You're listening to Vuvu Soccer on 610 WTEL ESPN Radio. We're brought to you by the Iron Abbey in Horsham, and we'll be back. Are you a soccer fan wondering where you can catch the soccer match with a great pub atmosphere? The Iron Abbey in Horsham is the place featuring EPL, La Liga, and Champions League. Also a proud pub partner with the Philadelphia Union with early openings Saturday and Sunday for the games with a great breakfast menu and food menu to complement the atmosphere. The Iron Abbey voted Best Bar of the Year 2015 offers 40 beers on draft and over 800 bottles to choose from. Visit their award-winning bottle shop, The Loft, for great takeout and mix-and-match six-packs to go. If you're a soccer fan, you you have to check out Iron Abbey, the official soccer pub in the Burbs. Go to ironabbey.com for schedules and like them on Facebook to stay up to date. Please check out the Iron Abbey presents Vuvuzela World Soccer Show every Sunday from 3 to 5 on 610 Sports. Roughneck Scarfs is proud to be an official sponsor of the Vuvuzela Show. Roughneck specializes in custom scarves for schools, clubs, supporters, and corporate promotions. They're also the official scarf supplier to U.S. Soccer, MLS, USL, and NCAA. Visit roughneckscarves.com and use promo code VUVU for an exclusive discount on your next scarf order. Roughneck Scarves. Better service, better designs, better scarves. Robner, Allen Robner, Zimmerman, and Nash is a law firm specializing in workers' compensation, personal injury, domestic relations, and any other legal matter affecting individuals' rights and freedoms. Eric Nash, host of Vuvuzela, the World Soccer Show, is a named partner and has been helping injured individuals for nearly 22 years. Call 215-953-2720 for a free consultation. Most legal matters are handled on a percentage basis. Call 215-953-2720. That's 215-953-2720. The law firm of Rovner, Allen, Rovner, Zimmerman, and Nash. They get results. If you suffer from pain or tension, Dr. Frank McCaffrey of Academy Injury and Health Center can help. Academy Injury can help you get out of pain just like they've helped many patients in WTEL's listening audience. In fact, mention the word soccer and receive an incredible first visit special offer. Call Academy Injury and Health Center at 215-637-1212. That's 215-637-1212. Academy Injury and Health Center can get you out of pain and enhance your performance. All right, we're back. That was that was an interesting conversation. I just want to leave that that discussion with one thing: how if if there was something so heinous going on, how did it never see the light of day? 
Probably that's the that part hands. I don't get. Okay, yeah. that's just me as an attorney and a lifelong radio uh, listener, and I don't see the big deal. Yeah, we had a uh, you know, know we had Zach Pfeffer in 2011. He was 15, 16 years old, and uh, you know he's has a very close relationship with his parents. Um, if there was anything that a youngster was heinous, uh, his parents would have um, you know taken care of their boy. You know, and he's still right. with the union, so um, it. it, it yeah, it can't be that heinous. And I think if you want to if you want to play with the big boys, which is what it was for Zach, but any of these players, yeah. these younger some of these younger guys, pre college, post college, whatever, and you're going to have to play with the big boys. You're going to have to suck up a little bit of uh, what's it called rights rights of passage. I think they yeah, call yeah. that. You yeah. know, maybe it's horrible, but I I keep bringing back you the fraternity see, because we put up with a lot of stuff because we wanted the end goal, and the only thing that helped us do that. You know, to let you know, the the thing that let us do that is we knew that everybody that had gone before us that were doing it to us did it before. So it wasn't like they were making us do something that we did they didn't do. Well, that and was then the I found illusion. out how scripted it all. And that's was. actually, I mean, I'm not a I'm not a hazing guy at all. I I don't think that fraternities should be doing it. They at don't. All. Uh, they don't do it very well, much. Well, yeah, and that's right, I think right. that's a good thing. So the right. whole well, because someone before me did it. I'm going to now do it to some, since someone did it to me, I'm now going to do it to someone. I, I don't as stand long as by don't that reason. harm you, know. you, what's the difference? So you, it's a gotcha. rite of passage. The military, the Marines, you know what they do to you? You think that's calmed down? I bet it hasn't. And that would make that hazing, doesn't make it anymore. That would right. make my Penn State hazing yeah. be a walk in the park. Right. And I know. I know so. it because I know a guy that did both. Okay, and I know that yeah. for a fact. I he told me what it was about. But you're not going to convince me to say, "Oh, well, that's okay then," by telling yeah. me what they do it's in the Marines. Okay, that's but not it, the it's, way. I, it's not okay, but it's kind of not that. It's not shattering to society. Well, let's opinion. say... Uh, you know, only because it's understood. been going on. Yeah. understood what you're trying... I guess my just, opinion. I'm older get, than you. I look at different. I get your right. viewpoint. Let's say it is, as far as not being shattering to society, Eric, I, I cannot agree with you by that determination. I'm going to tell you why. Um, when we look at kids in high school, the culture is a culture of hazing. It's a, it's a cultural thing. You're, you guys drink a lot of beer in college. Um, you watch a lot of football on Sundays, um, and you, you you haze people. There's popular jocks. There's nerds. You guys have names for them. They have dress codes. There is hippies. There's a whole bunch of structures within our culture here in America. Absolutely. That encourages hazing. It's and happening. My daughter's 11 years old. There's yeah. things that go on. There's horrible stuff that they mm -hmm. do on the internet. What do they call bullying? Cyberbullying. Yep. This stuff goes on. It's a big deal. Whether it goes it's on and whether it's right, I guess are two different subjects, you know. And there's certain things that are phys I draw the line at emotionally scarring and physically harmful and it's hard to, to draw that line if I pat if somebody hits you with a pledge paddle and your butt's a little red I don't know is that really physically harming to you but let's, in our society today uh -huh. it would be right Bob it would be sure your red butt would be a physical manifestation of somebody's horrible psychological damage it will be the and testament causing you psychological damage by getting for hit. some perhaps yeah I'm not sitting here and judging anybody's psychological and mental state. No, but yeah. now everything always goes back to, well, what kind of... And I will say with the hazing in school and the scary thing, and Novak doesn't fall into this category, is you have a bunch of 21 and tw 19, 20, and 21-year-old guys beat up on the 18 and 19-year-old guys. So in a way, look, the inmates are running the asylum, and that's a scary proposition. Because yeah, they yeah. don't know, they're not even old enough to, to be adults, basically, and they're making decisions. They could 
harm somebody. We we doing that, man. Um, the the children uh, at our um, at our not disposal, but at our mercy. And we as adults, as people that are running uh, corporations and designing commercials and movies, uh, we are the ones that are creating the image of our own society. There's this. Filth? Could you say filth? Yeah, there's this filth. Um, <laughs> you just did, okay? There I is think this, you can, they, yeah. They're saying you hear this, and rappers say this, and in the in the in the uh, um, straight out of Compton movie, and okay. I believe it's complete nonsense. What they say is, well, we are rapping about the reality of our situation, and I say, well. If you're an artist and you have the ability to influence a million people, why would you not uh, rap about or create art about what you want? <laughs> why are you celebrating the mistakes of society? Because they're keeping it real, man. No, that's, that's what that's they would nonsense. say. Nonsense. That's what they I'm would sorry, say. You say keeping it real was great. <laughs> but that's what they would say. They would say this is hey, what it, it is, real. not what we want. This is what it is, man. So, okay. Well, that's, that's that not would progress. Be, I would guess that would be their answer, something similar yes. to that. That doesn't mean well, there's, no right, there's, there's no right or wrong everything is subjective to an extent you know yes. so you know hey what is hey what, also, what, be, what may be hazing to bob may be Norma. a walk in the park to the a marine you know i mean that's what i mean it matters a all lot of different and, things you know but the, the point is we're mm, too soft in general i agree in this country to our kids every when you get a word a for generalized place, statement eric i agree it's seriously true, yeah, people though, say that all me. the time what does that even mean what it means is when what my daughter when my daughter gets a participation trophy in life they don't give you Participation no. trophies. You get to live. That's your participation yeah, trophy. You don't. You're, okay. You've got to earn accolades. Yeah. And Pico. Too many take, people. It's like when someone goes on the on the internet. You know, somebody posts something. They, they, they want to get something out. So they're hiding behind their computer. They get their big statement, and yep. eighteen of their stupid friends like it. Yep. And everybody walks around like they're champions of the world. They didn't do anything. They didn't change anything. They just put their hatred out there on a screen that no one's going to see. So what I'm saying to you so is that's why we're soft. I mean, I no, I think we're soft because we don't take a stand. Really, we hide behind our screens. That's why we all part. do it. I want to. My I, opinion. Remember, I agreed. Okay. I agreed with Eric. This is why we soft and. Uh, I also feel like Eric is in a position to see this as well. Um, I experienced this before. Uh, you make some noise. Your neighbor doesn't come over like a grown-up and say, hey, what's going on? You, you do you mind turning that, that noise down? No. Right. You know what they do? They call the police like yep. a bunch of softies. Well, they don't the, want it because they're scared. He, they watch too many TV shows and are worried that you're going to open the door and blow them away because you're, 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 you're a big not, guy not me, and you're not scared. Me. Merry <laughs> Christmas, you filthy animal. It's the reality. Dude, it's One, the reality. Two, ten. The, it's I the got reality, you. man. I got you, though. The, the other thing is, since when we have to go online? This, there's no such thing as cyberbullying. That's like me saying um, uh, there's clan bullying. Well, if I avoid the clan, then is the clan going to bully me? No. So how could you cyber bully me if I am not? Do you have to look at your messages? Do you can have I, to look at your... That? Can I answer yeah. that very succinctly? You're dealing with young kids who are very, very impressionable. And yep. They're dealing with Absolutely. other kids saying, hey, did you see what you said? they said about and Jenny? Access She's thing. got a third leg that she, she hides. Doesn't, she doesn't has a matter. tail. No, but the, but the point is they're not old enough to be able yes, they are. To, to block that yes, out. Yes, they are. To mentally yes, put that together and go forward. I will put a film up if we allow. I will put a film up for you where you see four and five years, five-year-olds with the mental capacity. And I watched it last night and we will watch it after the show five-year-olds with the mental capacity to say no. There was a teacher, and he was toughening these kids up, boys and girls. This is what he was doing. He was like, 
how old are you? The kid said four. He's like, no, you're six. And he said, no, I'm four. He's like, I'm your teacher. I'm a grown-up. You're six. And the kid said, no, I'm not six. And you're not going to tell me I'm six. He's four years old. We have the ability at four years old to be as firm, to be as certain as we need to. Our society, however, does not encourage that. It doesn't. They, maybe it, you may be right about so that. So they have the ability. But you do not, everyone does not have the intestinal fortitude to do what they would like to be that, able to do. That and what you're saying, four years old, is part of their knowledge set, albeit a very limited one at that mm -hmm. age. So they can be sure about their age, they can be sure about their name, they can be sure about their address, right. they can be sure about their parents' name. And about the themselves. Most importantly, that's that's what the point was about, being sure about yourself. So I actually think, I think that's the main overarching point and the, the sticking question. Mm -hmm. are, are you at that age able to be so okay with yourself. There are people that are 60 years old that are still... I think you're okay with yourself when you're born. I have twins that are two years old. They're yep. perfect. They you're still living in your pristine world, man. You've got to go out, venture out into the public school, into the school where yeah, life is terrible. not that fair. And the kids are like, hey, let's pick on the weakest one. You don't even know you're the weakest one. You well, find out the yes, hard one. Nobody's, he's not the weakest one. That's the opinion of him. Right. People poor, have told but that, me. But that's hurtful. Mm -hmm. That's worse no, than getting beaten. No, it's not beaten. hurtful. No, it's not. It's worse than getting beaten. It's up to you. To be the object of attack. Let me explain something age, to you. At a young age. A lot of times, bullies are the ones that have the most fragile egos because they are directing their own internal self-questioning yes. onto someone else. Let's say, this is how I look at things, and this as I'm 29, so, you know, maybe a four-year-old may not have this resolve. Right. But what I look at is, uh, when you say something to me, Bob, um, it's, it's, a, it's a noise. You know, it's French. You. Like, you know, French <laughs> French is well, uh, je t'aime beaucoup. Uh, <laughs> you know, Arabic is bismillah. French is, I mean, Spanish is hola, como estas? These are all different noises. We call them languages. Right. But what's happening in, right. in the voice box of a person, they're making a noise. So if you can't have the resolve to say, well, I disagree with the sounds that are coming out of your mouth, it's not going to hurt me. It's not going to. Okay, right. now you be the 12-year-old girl who has a circle around them of other girls who, who somehow got, it got stated that this girl is a whore or a loose or whatever you want to say and has to deal with that and understand and you tell me how easy it is to ignore your I never your said class. it was easy no, Eric. But it's very hard. Exactly. How do you do it? You have, how do you not let those bullets hurt you? You have, uh, you have to have the type of home Household, and yes. that's a lot of things that happen is that if the household is weakened because parents are working too hard and they don't have time to develop any wisdom. Right? This is wisdom at work here. This is not random teachings of uh, you know cookie cutter solutions to raising a kid. This is wisdom. This is necessary. It was it was necessary to be wise to to to, to have your own home at one point. You couldn't just willy nilly. Um, right. There were places where you had to. Um, uh, let's say, not necessarily education-wise, be able to read and so forth, but you had to be able to hold your own, take care of a farm, take care of right. children, take care of your own house. You might Brings have us to back to the softness of our society Precisely. now, which is where it kind of came full circle. But I guess what we're saying is you are a product of what you are. My father left when I was very early. That fractured me in some way 
forever, okay? I believe, okay? But the point is, you, you are where you are, and people will attack the weak. They'll attack not so as not to be the one being attacked, I think is what it comes down to. And sometimes people don't have the wherewithal, the understanding, the strength to do it, and it's, it's almost borderline criminal what some of these young kids will say on the Internet about others with absolutely no justification, no consideration, no That's sympathy, unnecessary. Nothing. That's only from friends. I only need justification, sympathy, friendship from friends. Random people, it's freedom of speech. If, if, you, if, you, if you try to stop people from being able to say what they want, then uh, we could take freedom of speech away. I think people should be able to stand no matter what a person they is should, saying. They should, but they can't, and people should not be... But that's a problem. People should that's not be able to harm by borderline criminal it's, activity, by nasty people they're that are just bombs. getting in effect. They're dropping bombs on kids, man. Okay, so we're going to agree to disagree. Okay, that's fine. Do we, did we disagree? Well, in some ways we agree, but I okay. also think that I maybe being a child, maybe you'll see when something comes, unfortunately, I hope it doesn't happen, and hurts one of your children. People are going to get hurt. That's, and, but, but that's normal. You're going to feel differently when no, it's your no, own no, 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 person no, 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 feeling no. the pain. I'm t- listen, Eric, this is not something based on naivety, man. This, okay. is, this is as a result of me being hurt by people before right. because of what they've said to me. As you said, I'm a big black man in America. All right? Yeah, right. Every time I get on Periscope, somebody calls me the N-word every okay, time. Right. When I give somebody a bad drive, it's the N-word. When I apply for stuff, like we had a, a, something recently where my, I've been trying to get these uh, prescriptions filled, seven different pharmacies. A black man, no, we don't have it. We ran out. My wife goes in, boom, done. Two seconds, she gets it, all right? Now, I, I, I've seen that. So my, my babies may not see that just yet, but I'm coming from the point of view where I've felt uh, words come at me as pistols, as bullets, as right. weapons, and I know how to look at things so that those things don't hurt you. Maybe you're stronger because of it. Probably, and you are stronger because your dad left as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, we maybe we did, but maybe some people. Let's remember, they're mm-hmm. going to be the attack is going to be the weakest link. That's yes. how it goes. And the weakest person. What if you're mentally feeble? You could use a worse word than right. that. But what if you don't have the mental mental attributes to be able don't to have defend yourself? Confidence. Then you're yes. cowering in the corner, and that's not right. No, what's going to happen? That is criminal. And a lot me. of very good people, through no fault of their own, do have self confidence issues. That's kind of something. Unfortunately, I don't think anyone here can disagree with, and that's. That's a shame. Why I think, is, I think mm. thankfully, at this table, we have three three men that do have a lot of confidence in themselves, no, and I rightly so. I have horrible so. In, in, insecurity problems my whole life. I'm the best I am now, but it took many years. Okay. When I was cracked, when I was young, and I think Thorne has kind of a similar kind of story in his life. You Not know, cracked, I felt but that my I, father left. Right. I felt that that created a crack in my psyche, and I don't think that ever filled in my... I could tell you my sister, my, my the middle sister... It was much more uh, hurt by it, and she still carries that pain. Mm-hmm. Now, I let it go at some yeah. point. I don't know why, could but, we, it, but trust me, these things that happen when you're young in your formative times yeah. are dangerous. Could I put a question to you? Sure. Of course. All right. Let's have a look at this. Now, <laughs> we, we could always attribute uh, problems to a particular event. Um, one, I'm going to go back to this 
kids in school, um, why isn't this a priority? Why isn't confidence, motivation, and art like the number one things in school? I don't, I don't really care about physics too much if right. I don't have confidence in myself. Physics is not going to help me if I can't stand in an interview and be confident that I'll help this company. Right. So why is it our schools, do, isn't it normal where we could find these kids that have self-esteem problems immediately within the first year of school and, and you know the answer to your question, my you friend. Know. The question is, in this particular country, I can only speak to the here and now and where we are, we don't have good mental health uh, plans. We don't. Many people don't believe in mental health issues, okay? They just don't. They think the medi- and they medicate, overly medicate. They do over medicate, and, my, and I believe. And the bottom line is that that's a very big problem in this country, and they don't address, right, why shouldn't part of the ABCs that you learn in school Precisely. be ABCs and Ps, like your psyche, because you all know, the, all your, well, your mm. mental well-being, now your M's, okay? That should be there. You too. see those kids that we see in jail? Those kids that be killing people, and they're our kids. They imagine you're you're 100 years old, and you were there when everybody that's in the prison system now was either four or five years old, one or two years old. Right. They are kids. They were born perfect and beautiful and bubbly and dancing. They had a baby shower. Their mama and their daddy took care of them, and now they're in jail. They're kids. So what happened between when they were perfect and laughing yep. and in jail? And we need to look at that. We're not. Who we, knows we, the answer to that? It's Probably a, a multitude of things, you know. Yes. That's what I think. It it's, starts with the home. If the core values are not taught. It's dynamic, it's though. But that's a start. If, if you have a bad upbringing, you're off to a bad start, and that's why you see- I don't agree. You don't think so? I think it's a it's a probability thing. Well, I think yeah, probability is increased. It's definite, but it does cause it does take yeah, you. You know. Okay, wait. Here we go. We got a call. We don't so, have a call. Um, what are you doing? Just say what you we want have to say. A, we, what? But we're supposed to have Billy Lockfield coming on very soon. Oh, okay. There so, you go. Uh, but he's... <laughs> I don't have a screen in front of me. I can't so, see his screen anyway, really. Folks, yeah. thank you so much for uh, participating in our promotion with the Vuvu Scarves. Remember, all you need to do is take a, well, have a picture of yourself and a celebrity or a union player who is not very celebrity because the MLS is not that awesome just yet. Now, Thor, we're starting your segment. Yeah, yeah. Where's your music, man? It's coming. It's being listen. This music has to. I have to go back in time <laughs> to when Bob Marley was alive and have him make my music for me. That's very complicated. I'm, I'm, I'm mad at you today. My my wife is jonesing for you, and I don't like it. Okay, <laughs> just kidding. Go I ahead. I apologize. Man. Go on. Um, you can't help what you are, my man. Go ahead. So, folks, ladies and gentlemen, uh, my name is Thornholder. I'm here with Eric Nash and Bob the Weapon Long. We have on our uh, our phone line a very special guest who will uh, start our uh, the other the other side. This is the other side where we take a look at the other side of the mind and the lives of professional athletes, athletes and professionals. Anybody we could get on here, really. We want to f- have a look at uh, what they think and what they think about life, and uh, most importantly, how we could solve some problems and look at things in, in a new way. So we have on the line here. His name is. He's a 20 year old. Um, I coached. Uh, a number of years ago, he's a goalkeeper. His name is Billy Lockfield. Um, he, he's, I think, he currently attends Bayard Rustin High School. Um, Bob, are you a fan of Bayard Rustin? Well, we, you and I called a oh, that was Rustin, Rustin soccer game. Are you serious? Absolutely. That's right. Look at that. Yeah. Talk about talk about coincidence. Coincidental mente. Awesome. Um, uh, he's a second team All American goalkeeper. 
and um, and he's from Glen Mills, PA. So, Billy, good afternoon. How are you today? I am doing just fine. How are you gentlemen doing? We're doing, doing great. great. We're doing great. Sounds Thanks for good. being on with good. us. So, no uh, problem. Earlier, I was on the phone with you, and you told me you were in Canada. I am in Canada. What are you? What are you doing in Canada? Right now, I am in Canada snowboarding and skiing as there is no snow in Pennsylvania, so I had to find some place to find the powder so I can yes. go snowboarding. Fantastic. Now, I've never uh, been snowboarding before. I live on the equator, and we don't even <laughs> know what snow looks that like. That must be high <laughs> on the equator. Right, right. Um, <laughs> is it actually a line? Like, yeah, you do know, you trip over? Just, yeah. It is a line. Actually, <laughs> like a it's, not, it's not on the floor. It's actually um, 40 feet in the air. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's a yellow line. People hang their clothing on it sometimes. <laughs> you, you find sneakers up there. Um, people throw their sneakers with the laces. Did you just like lean back one day on the beach and look up and say, what the heck is that? <laughs> well, what happens okay. is on yeah. the equator, we don't actually have a sun. The the equator line, you guys take me off track with my interview here. What's new? I'm sorry, buddy. Um, so tell us a little bit about, let's say I have some Trini fans who don't ski. Um, tell us a little bit about, or snowboarding, sorry. Tell us a little bit about snowboarding and how you got into it and um, uh, what this means to you to be in Canada snowboarding right now. Um, well, actually, I've, I started skiing and snowboarding a number of years ago, probably when I was about eight years old. Yes. And then my family and I have been coming up every winter ever since. Yes. And it's just a good place to go snowboarding. It's probably best besides Vermont on the East Coast and good way to stay in shape as well but um since i can't really it's hard to play soccer in the winter unless you play outside in the cold yes um, yeah yeah but it's a, it's a good way to, to stay in shape as well and I, I love snowboarding if i could do it every day i would so what are some of um let's say you have a snowboard all right it's one yeah. board it's like a, a skateboard without wheels <laughs> right. Yeah. So, <laughs> that, that's the perfect way to describe. Okay. It. Good. 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 So you you're on a slope. You see, I'm I want to do this one day, um, but let's. I'll take you. Okay. Good. 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 Um, when you hang the snowboard up, let's say you're on the board, you're in the up in the uh, in the mountains. What else is there to do besides sip hot chocolate and look forward to the next sun sunrise? What do you guys do in the snow um, up there? We don't do much. We go into the old Quebec City. We we shop a little bit. We, we look around at historic sites. Okay. All right. Um, um, besides that, we, we try to go snowboarding at least every other day. So, that, oh, so Billy's up there in so French Canada. Canada. You're up yes. in French Canada with the French yeah, Canadian. Yeah, near yeah, Montreal. I'm right, like there. I'm right outside Quebec. Okay. Well, that's so, a different that's a different place altogether, you know. Correct. Now, yeah. now in two Two thousand and twelve, uh, Billy drove one hour every Sunday morning to to come train with me. I'm a goalkeeper coach, among other things. And um, where did we meet, Billy? Did we meet at a union game? How did we meet? We met at the eye doctor's, and the first time we met, I couldn't even see you because my eyes were dilated. I was going to say, Thor, that's, that's not a great place for a goalkeeper to be, an eye doctor, actually. <laughs> you and the referees are all, like, lined up together, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. That was yeah. Dr. Bredrosian, I remember. It, it was indeed. Yes. 
Fantastic. Um, so I met Billy. He was a union fan. And in those days, I was real proud about being a, a union or ex-union player. I may have been wearing some union gear. Um, but his family is fantastic. He has a great mom and dad. And, um, uh, you know, I offered my services. Being a young goalkeeper, I said, hey, man, I can help you. I can help you become awesome. So we trained every Sunday morning. Could you tell us a little bit about how that was for you? Because I really didn't ask you because I just did my session and then I said, bye, Billy. Oh, man, it was it was awesome. <laughs> it was it was awesome. You were you were the best coach. That was you were actually my first goalie coach I've ever had and <laughs> my first and only. But it was it was an awesome experience. You made, you were the best motivator. You coached. You were there doing the drills with me. It was. I learned so much, and right now I'm actually in college. Um, oh, awesome! And so Congrats! I, I no longer go to Ruston. Okay, but, which um, which um it, which college you in? Sorry, which university? I go to Widener University. Oh, that's great, man! Carry on, sorry. No, um, and um, that for I really trained with you right before my senior season. Yes. And it was if I didn't train with you, I I would not have been in the shape or the take techniques or any of that if I didn't meet you. So I train with you every every Sunday. Rustin broke uh did they break uh an all time record that year? I think it was in twenty it was twenty thirteen? Correct. Twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. We were the first team to win the Chessmont League which we were in. We were the first team to win the Chessmont League undefeated. Went, uh, cool. That's went, fantastic, think, man. Uh, yeah. I think he went like eighteen and eighteen and oh. That's great. And then and then what happened was I showed up because I oh yeah, I want to support my goalkeeper and that's that was the first game that they lost. Uh, it was <laughs> I felt horrible. Yeah, we got upset, was nothing, but it was it was a good game. It was on a break. Yes, yeah. Either you get him or you don't, so So Right. So, Billy, what is in store for you? You're in college now. I'm assuming you're a freshman. I am. But I'm a junior, actually. Now. Good God Almighty! The, the, um, yeah. Time goes faster. It's and I so told fast. you, wake up, you'll be an old man like me. I, I was. I, I'm wondering <laughs> why is this guy sounding exactly like my equal in age? Because he's grown up. He's a junior. Um, he got older than you since you know him. He's yes. thirty now. Yeah, and I remain the same. Yeah. Um, so, what is in store for you? You're a junior. You're a top athlete. You have the world at your feet. You have so many skills, um, so many talents, and so many um, awesome people around you. What's next in store for you, Billy? Uh, right now I'm currently a hospitality major, but I don't, I don't play soccer for the school, Okay. Um, but I still, but I still do play soccer, um, intramural squad, some, some club, some club teams during the summer. And actually the past two winters, I have played with the school team in winter leagues after the season has ended. I, I have been their goalkeeper, which we did win the championship of an indoor league at YSC sports. Great. Great. So, um, so I'm 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 still active, still playing soccer all the time. Still now, the being a hospitality, uh, it's a major. How did you get into that field, that specific field? Um, interesting. It was I, when I applied to Widener. I just randomly got a, uh, an acceptance letter from the School of Hospitality, not not even really knowing what hospitality was at the time. Yes. And my parents were just like, my, my parents were like, yeah, just go ahead. You should do it. It's a good major. And since then, I've been hospitality major since. I've worked at the Philly Stadium as a concession supervisor the past two seasons. And now I currently work with the Flyers and Sixers as a concession supervisor. So 
we have this thing that we do here on um, the other side where we ask this question because I like to find out, I like to give people an opportunity to give their best piece of advice. So we okay. we have a lot of fans listening that are young athletes, young professionals, and people that could be could always benefit from a good piece of advice. If you had, if you had, we spoke about kids today. We spoke to, spoke about hazing. We spoke about we covered a lot of things that affect kids, children, and some people that might have emotional uh, problems. Now, what piece of advice? Would you give to a youth, let's say a young person, the next generation, what piece of advice would you ensure that they get? Taking everything that you have experienced in your life within just normal life, sport, and school, uh, what lesson would you make sure a kid learns? Um, geez. Um, dun, dun. I know. Yeah. I would. I would say honestly, whatever. Whatever you're interested in, whatever you like doing, pursue that talent, pursue that dream, because if, if you listen to other people, you'll never become good at one certain thing. You'll just kind of dibble-dabble with everything, which isn't bad, but if you have your, your sights and talents in one thing, yes. do that talent all the time. Love it, whether your friends like it, they don't like it. Do that because you love it. You make yourself happy. Your family's always going to be proud of you. Um, and who knows, you may become, you may meet someone like Thorne Holder and the eye doctors one day and, <laughs> and, and become trained with him every day and win the, the soccer league undefeated. But really pr- pursue your goals. Um, don't listen to other people all the time. Pursue what you want to do and, and you'll find your way and you'll be happy with, with what you decide to do. Well, I'm flattered. I'm flattered. Good stuff. Um, Bob, Good did you have a stuff. question for, for Billy? No, I honestly think uh, that was a great way to sum it up. It's a great piece of advice. Uh, I could probably heat it myself every once in a while. Yes, yeah, we kind of so. ran into a Thornholder type. At the eye doctor. <laughs> Not really the eye doctor, but at the radio station, you know? So, so that's right. That's a good thing. Billy, listen, thank you so much um, for, for coming on. Um, we hope to no have problem. you on in the future. Now, I asked I you. I love to be on. Good, good. Fantastic. We have a great show here, and um, you're an exciting cat, as they say, in the South. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I've never been to the South. I don't know why. Okay. Um, what do they say in Canada? They say it in South Jersey. You're okay. Yeah. That's so, uh, do you have that joke, or is that something? we have to postpone um it's not really a joke but it's it's um one thing that my coach always said mm-hmm. um there's one kid on our team who, who would always complain and argue with with referees about plays about calls being about penalties being called and how he always disagreed and one time my coach was like he finally said be quiet ray charles could have even seen that one and and since he since he <laughs> said that he, the kid never said anything again so huh. he, 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 he did learn his lesson after getting several yellow cards from talking to the ref, and then when my coach said that, he, he didn't really say anything else after that. This guy's so, bad. This guy's good. He's stealing your thunder, Thorne. Ray, really Ray, Ray Charles <laughs> did it. So, all right, thank you so much. We're about to wrap things up here, Billy. It's been a pleasure, um, and I yeah, look forward good. to talking with you in the future, man. Call in any time, Billy. You're Absolutely. awesome, man. Sounds good. Thank you guys for having me. All righty, take care. You got it. There you go. That's Billy. Great to hear from him. Thanks for bringing him on, Thorne. Yes, indeed, hey, man. Thorne, you're putting that bar higher and higher. I'm very impressed. Well, man. that's the Good only job, way man. you could grow. I, the only way you could grow is if you keep setting that bar where you can't reach currently. I thought you were just as an aside. I thought when you were, you know, he's in charge of the uh, hospitality and the concessions at the stadiums. I thought he was going to give the advice like never have your people put beer into the soda cups. That could be a big problem <laughs> legally. Okay, that was going to be the first thing. And I also want to say, Bob that, is lost. No kidding, it's not, no, this is I, not I, funny. I, I, you know, I they follow, walk around yeah. with those big racks. 
Because I did that for years down at Veterans Stadium. Did you? But let me, yeah, but let me, um, that's a story for another day. But it I want to say, I can definitely see why you would be an awesome, awesome coach. I can see that. Well, I mean, my hair? No, no, oh, you're sorry. coaching. Well, you mm-hmm. could be a good, I guess, beautician coach, but I meant as a soccer coach, yeah. as a life coach. I can see that. You're very positive, and I can I can definitely see that. So he said you were the best coach he ever had. So well, I'm flattered. There you go. You know, yeah. I'm flattered. Uh, it always means something great when somebody says something. Do you something coach, like, by the way? Do you still give your time to coaching, like individual coaching? If someone yes. out there yeah. would be interested, they yeah. could reach yeah. you? Yeah. How would they reach you to do that? They would, um, they would reach me at 215-791-2692. Cool, man. All right. Thank you yeah. very much. And they can also find me on Twitter at thornholder.com. I mean, Absolutely. yeah, 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 yeah. So, fantastic. Well, there you go. I'm trying to organize you and me. Yeah, great, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like Lawrence Welk doing his thing, and me and you were just paying no attention. We have strings. Just a yes. director of the yes. orchestra, if you will, a conductor, yeah, a, as yeah. they call him. Well, right. we're down to our last 30 here. So, guys, it's been fun. A great show. Thanks to everyone who came on. Thanks to Billy who called in. And, of course, to have Matias on. He's always great to give us Bundesliga discussions. Uh, James, or Hamas, as you said, (laughs) for giving us his idea for the dupe and uh, how to add on to that. We'll keep in touch with him. And then Super Dave, of course, who called in in the first hour. So for Thorne, for Eric, I'm Bob saying so long here from Ballot our studios, 610 WTEL ESPN Radio. This is Vuvu Soccer, and we'll see you next week.